Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Carlos Boozer, Ed Davis, Joey Devine, Xavier Henry, <laughs> Wayne Ellington, Jordan Hill, John Wesley Johnson, Jeremy Lynn, <laughs> Robert Sacre, musical guest, the 87 Lakers when they did that weird rap, and now the temporary host of Ralph Alrock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me. Your temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine. And I'm here with permanent co-host, Sean Keane. Sean, it's free agency. Yeah. We've had two days of free agency. We weren't, we were going to wait. Because we assumed LeBron was going to wait. But LeBron did not wait. This was a real Paul style. Released, he released his decision through a press release through the Clutch Sports Twitter account, which was unverified Unverified. at the time he released the the release, and I, and then it was verified seven minutes later, but I spent like seven minutes staring at this Clutch Sports account, trying to figure out if it was real or not. I mean, we absolutely should have just started... A parody clutch sports account. Yeah. <laughs> now it's too late. Now they've been verified. Yeah, it's true. Clutch with a C. Yeah. Yeah, the clutch sports group. Um, um anyway, LeBron is in Los Angeles. I want to read uh, this press release. That's not our that's not our our 
top story. Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go to the top story, and then we the can top back story to is of course Derek Rose has signed back with the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's back. God he's damn it! He's back home. In Adidas, Minnesota. you better write that fourteen million dollar check. Fourteen point five million dollars is what Derek Rose has earned, and another signature shoe. His eleven so signature shoe. So sick, dude. Um, I believe are you gonna he cop? mostly you gonna plays in new roses. What's up? Are you gonna oh. cop? Oh my god, I'm I'm gonna wear them along with my old Elijahwan shoes. God. You know what? If you're if you're like a struggling shoe company, if you have any relationship to the very strange, like like I'm, we're not we're not a huge podcast. You know what I mean? Like we're not we're not really like influencers necessarily. But oh, well, I mean, I would say with a certain subsect, we are. Uh huh. I would say we're a pretty popular uh, podcast within the. Uh, the roster of the uh, the medium blog, the Shocker. That's true. We do <laughs> relatively. We, we have well some there. sway there. Yeah, uh, but I want like like if you have. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Derek Rose. This is not. A, I'm sorry. I said he was going to have eleven signatures. Sorry. If you work at a struggling shoe company, if you are. Or just a smaller shoe company, not like from China or something. Send us signature shoes. Like if anyone has like a Rajon Rondo signature Anta, we that, want those delis, dude. Yeah, the delis. I definitely want the delis. Like a peak Dwight Howard signature shoe. Yeah, uh, uh, that Kmart um, uh, Al Harrington shoe. Yeah, we yeah. want that. Absolutely. Um, um, Starberries always will take. <laughs> Love a Starberry. It seems like, I don't know very much about shoes, but it seems like Carmelo's signature shoe is particularly poor. <laughs> I don't know. We can't. Look. Sorry. Sean, this episode we is don't going have to be super long. I'm sorry. We cannot, yeah. Uh, yeah. We cannot get into <laughs> naming getting into signature shoes <laughs> right now. Um but yeah, Derek Rose is back in Minnesota. Yeah, and there's... my question for you <laughs> yes is uh does Tom Thibodeau know that Tyus Jones is on the uh, I, is on the Minnesota Timberwolves? I don't understand. He's like their fourth best player. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh and and like Derek Rose isn't a guy that can really play off guard. Because he is not a very good shooter. Which... I mean, he shoots with the volume of an off guard. Well, when he he is a good mid range shooter, it's just. I mean, the the Wolves had like such a weird team last year because it felt like they were kind of like inefficiently spaced all the time, and yet they were like the number five offense in the league or something. They also made the playoffs for the first time in like eleven years. And everyone was mad all the time. Everyone was, at them. was super upset. Um, <laughs> like maybe people, that's just what it's they like. They made the playoffs for the first time in it was like twelve or fifteen years, right? Yeah, they and the last time they made it was ninety four. All of their fans were like, "Blow up this team!" Yeah. <laughs> uh, we hate them all, Tibbs. Uh, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's it it is the least surprising, but also like almost like most deeply depressing signing of the off season. Like it just like reminds you of the lack of justice in the world, like the trend of everything towards mediocrity and like like Derrick Rose signing with the Timberwolves is like everything you know about just you know, Trump cronies just getting jobs with people they just work with. <laughs> like no no competition. Like Tyus Jones works really hard and uh he is gonna Tibbs. lose minutes to Derrick Rose next year. Look, I love Tibbs. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But Tibbs does sort of have like the the overall feeling of like a former Trump campaign manager. Oh yeah, yeah the look like, and like, like the a, lifestyle too. Yeah, he's like pretty close to like Corey Lewandowski. <laughs> yeah, except I mean the thing that makes Tibbs great and like Lewandowski being like a a, a mild sexual predator, uh, that that has like driven him more into the dark side. Thibodeau doesn't have sexual. Urges. Yeah, Tib is like yeah. asexual. Yeah, so that's like what would change him from. Also, um, he works hard, mm-hmm. so that's also like Tibbs. If Tibbs was working like four and a half hour days and like horny, he would have yeah. like the look and the feel of a, a Trump associate. <laughs> um, all right, but we gotta get we off gotta of leave. Yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. It is our top story. It's the biggest NBA story. Yeah, we led with knows. it. So yeah, um, <laughs> LeBron James. Mm-hmm. He's in Los Angeles. Um, my first question for you, I guess I look. The way we should do this is probably I'll just name the Lakers signings and then we uh-huh. talk about it as yeah, a yeah, yeah. whole. So, and let's just do LeBron last. <laughs> Sure. Okay. All right. So, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, back. Uh, I don't know if that's because of he's on house arrest. Yeah, or... he can't leave the state, what? so this is... <laughs> so he's, <laughs> or if he's, he's like, in at... house arrest at the Staples Center, he can play yeah. in the road games against the Clippers, too. So, that's 43 so, yeah. games. Um, so, yeah, he's back at uh, for $12 million for one year. Uh-huh. Uh... We have on our sheet Brooke is coming back, which they were talking about, but I don't know if that's true. He now, maybe has so. committed to that. Contavious Caldwell Pope won in a series of guys who seems like he would be an ideal fit next to LeBron, joining the likes of uh, Anthony Parker, uh, Rodney Hood, uh, like like uh, Dion Wade, Larry Hughes. Yeah, Larry. He Hughes. reminds me of Larry. Hughes. Larry Hughes is it, that feels the closest, like. And a guy who, who, like, underachieves and you're not really sure what's wrong because it seems yeah. like all the tools are there. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, and then they also signed Lance Stevenson uh-huh. for one year at $4.5 million. What an odd figure. Uh, to say. <laughs> never forget Lance Stevenson uh, pushed his girlfriend down the stairs. Yeah, he's a fun – it's fun to talk about him, yeah. but, but he is – uh, that's a that's a bad abuser of women, Lance Stevenson. Yeah, uh, and then they signed. They did sign a champion to come in with LeBron, two time champion, a two time champion. Uh, away from, I guess, what they what people are gonna consider is their greatest rival now. Uh-huh. Uh, JaVale McGee, yes, one year at the minimum. Mm-hmm. He left. Um, this one just feels like. 
the Warriors told him he wasn't coming back. Or he... Yes. Like, this seems like something where he just texted Bob Myers and was like, you want me to come back? And then he should sign with the Lakers. Yeah, no, he did. He already he said, lives here. He said last week he wanted to retire a Warrior. So I'm guessing the Warriors were like, JaVale, yeah, I'm sorry, you're not going to retire a Warrior. You yeah. should go sign something Unless else. you're planning to hang the, hang it up right now, you are not going to retire a Warrior. <laughs> um, and then, of course, LeBron, surprising everyone, I would say, and signing for four years. Yeah. It's the, I mean, it's it's the longest commitment he's made in eight years, maybe? Well, I guess he had, he did get married in the last eight years, so that that was a longer commitment. Um, um, so let's talk about um, this team real quick. Yeah. Uh, currently. Yeah. So you, I mean, excuse me, Don Pardo named the 2013 Lakers that roster the to 14, introduce us, right? The fourteen fifteen. Lakers. That was their team three years ago. Uh, those guys seem to fit better around LeBron than <laughs> these guys. Oh, like Wayne Ellington and uh, well, I mean Carlos Boozer, I think he and LeBron probably are not on great terms. No, but I just mean, meant skill set wise. Um, I'm gonna, I think the this, I think the Lakers are bringing Randall back. Actually, yeah, why, would, why wouldn't they now? I don't think Brooke is coming back uh, because they're weird. They weirdly have a lot of centers now. <laughs> Warrior they, style. They have they have JaVale and they have um, Mo Wagner, of course. Oh, I thought he was like a power forward. He's just like a. I mean, he's going to be a center. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then they have Zubac, of course. Right. And then Randall. Uh, they did. Yeah. They did get rid of. Did you say Randall? Oh, I guess Randall yeah. does play center for them sometimes. Yeah. I mean, he'll have to play center. Yeah, I guess that's true because, well, so their starting lineup right now is Lonzo, uh-huh. uh huh, KCP, Ingram, uh-huh. LeBron, and Javale. Javale, yeah. yeah. And then off the bench, they've got Randall, Josh Hart, Kuzma, now a bench player. I right? mean, they'll, they're going to close games, I think, with Kuzma at the five, would be my guess. Oh. Well, I think LeBron is your five. Right, but LeBron doesn't like to admit to being a five, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but so it'll, it'll say, it'll, it'll ostensibly be Kuzma at the five. Yeah. Um... The th- I guess I guess oh and Lance Stevenson obviously also closing games. I don't think that's going to be the case. <laughs> uh, so so the Lakers were a pretty solid defensive team last year. I think they were twelfth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think their 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 big weakness last year was they they really had a dearth of shooting. I think. and I would say that's still their weakness. It is, but you know. LeBron James is a really nice addition to that. Right, but none of these guys shoot threes, except for... I mean, I guess you've got to assume Kuzma 
And a Kuzma shot at three is okay, I think, if I remember right. I think that's the reason to think Brooke Lopez might be coming back. Because that he he legitimately has a good outside shot now. Yeah. I mean he seems like an ideal LeBron pair, actually. And you know you know, honestly, KCP did shoot thirty eight percent from three last year. So granted he that's the best he's ever done in his career, but uh Well also... Sfee. What's don't that? forget about don't don't forget about Sfee. Oh right, the the twenty-year-old college student, <laughs> the twenty, the twenty-year-old college senior. I, Dude, so that's dope. exactly the kind of guy LeBron James is excited about playing with. <laughs> um, I would say the team is surprisingly young for a LeBron James team, but I, I also think it's probably not. This is not like the end state of the team yet. I expect this team to not be very young come February. Yeah, because even KCP is. Uh, Young. He's 24. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a that's a very young team. Um, how if, how good do you think they are right now, Joey? <sighs> like, like, just give a win total. Like, well, it's so hard to tell because the West is going to be so fucked up. <laughs> like, the West is so fucked up. Like... I don't think the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to make the playoffs next year. Um, I, I just don't see how that's possible. Did you, did you forget our lead story? I know, I know. Like, I'm sorry, Adidas, but I don't think Minnesota is going to make the playoffs. Oh, my uh, God. I mean, I could see San Antonio not making the playoffs now. Yeah, because the Lakers, I'm going to say this, I'm going out on a limb. I'm gonna I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to make the playoffs, Joey. Yeah. Oh, they're definitely making the playoffs. <laughs> but no, I, it's just hard to tell. Like because, in the East, yeah. Uh, this is like your one seed. <laughs> but oh, in yeah. the West, I mean, I they have might no sweep idea. the playoffs. <laughs> um, right. I, I'm going to say between 48 and 52 wins. Right. That's, uh, that seems about right, especially because. All like new LeBron teams take a little while to kind of adjust, but also I kind of feel like LeBron. One thing this team will be able to do is save him mileage. Yeah, they're pretty deep, actually. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Lance Stevenson probably screws up a lot, but he also can like bring the ball up for ten minutes a game, and it's not a big deal. You well, know? and so can uh, that's. Lonzo's one skill so far, mm-hmm. uh, and Brandon Ingram also can bring the ball up and basically plays the same position as LeBron. Uh, also, the same position as Kawhi Leonard, I would say. Well, I have this feeling what they're doing because uh-huh. they signed all these guys to one-year deals. Uh, if I were to bet, what would happen? Uh-huh. I bet they sign Randall to a. Big number one year deal too, right? Because they they can just it doesn't matter if they're over the cap. They, they can, can go over the cap Randall. to resign yeah, yeah, yeah. him. So I bet it'll be like one year at like eighteen million. Uh-huh. Um, but I think what they what Magic thinks he's doing is they'll trade for Kawhi at the deadline or before the season starts. Uh huh. 
And then they're saving this cap room to try and sign Clay Thompson next summer. Yeah. Okay. What about this? They really want Kawhi Leonard. Uh, who would be like the ultimate trade chip to send back for Kawhi? I, I mean, I, it's Ingram. It's LeBron James. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually just a delayed sign and trade uh, to get LeBron to where he really wants to be. San Antonio, like, because if he wants to play with old guys, that is the place to go. Um, thanks for totally <laughs> ignoring my my <laughs> realistic scenario that I brought up. No, 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 no. But, but um, this this also feels like they might be playing brinksmanship with the San Antonio Spurs, just to be like, you know, we like we're completely prepared to just sign Kawhi as a free agent right. next year. Which, right, yeah, but I really think they're they actually are saving this cap space for Clay Thompson is what they're doing. Oh, well, that would be the ideal addition to this. Team. Right, yeah, that's what I really think they're doing is they think they're going to trade for Kawhi and then use the cap space on to make a run at Clay. I mean, that would be a great decision for them to make. Except I think Clay Thompson's going to stay with the Warriors. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> I mean, the Warriors, um, the Warriors still could, like, extend Clay this summer, right? Yeah, but he loses out on money doing that. Yeah, but what if they, like, offer him, you know, like a different dog policy in the locker room or something like that? You know, they, they make a trade. All right, we can't talk about Clay Thompson okay, either. we got to right, move on. Right, right. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Sean, do you want to bring up this factoid here about uh, yeah, these, the yeah. LeBron signing? So it was very funny in the uh, in our place of business. One of the TVs is basically always on ESPN, and uh, the LeBron signing happened, and everyone was like looking at their phones, and they were like mentioning it on telecasts. But ESPN, like I'm sure they desperately wanted to go like live and talk about it for two hours. But they were in the middle of a very tedious Yankees Red Sox game that they're not contractually not allowed to cut away from, mm-hmm. and it was uh, just like a nine nothing Yankee blowout, just like another interminable Yankees Red Sox game. And it's just because every time they play on Sunday, ESPN puts them on Sunday Night Baseball. Yeah, of course. Tight. Good job, ESPN. Um, all right, I. I'm gonna let's talk about this from the Cavs standpoint now. Okay. Um. So the Cavs, yeah. Sean, I want to give you a couple of facts here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Cavaliers made season ticket holders commit for the next three years in February. <laughs> really cool move. Yeah. Um. They drafted Anthony Bennett number one overall after the NBA rigged the lottery in their favor. That happened. Uh, they traded Kyrie Irving for Colin Sexton and Rodney Hood, mm-hmm. who's a restricted free restricted agent. Free. So they have the right to match any and uh, all Rodney Hood offers. They gave the Lakers the pick that became Mo Wagner mm-hmm. so they could get rid of Jordan Clarkson's salary to create max cap space for LeBron. Yeah, they did. And they the, did all that stuff. And uh, they helped crash the U.S. economy in 2008. They also did that with their subprime loans. <laughs> uh, so do you feel bad for the Cleveland Cavaliers that LeBron left? Uh, I don't. I don't at all. Um, also, a lot of people in Cleveland 
put on Native American war paint and go out in public to a baseball game. Mm-hmm. It's true. Televised baseball games. And then they chant. I have uh, to also, say, though, the state of Ohio went for Donald Trump. Uh-huh. Oh, also, uh, Dan Gilbert donated heavily to Trump's inauguration after hosting the Republican convention that nominated Donald Trump for president. Uh-huh. It's true. All true. Uh-huh. Um, where do they go from here, though? <laughs> I think, I, for me, um, I wouldn't even bother to do anything with Jr. except, like, offer him a buyout. Uh, right. But yeah, I, you stretch him, right? I, I would just, I would just eat it this year. I mean, maybe. I mean, I, I, well, I guess you would save a ton of tax money that way. He, but then I also think you're paying J.R. Smith for like eight years if you stretch it. Yeah, I would just, I would just ride it out. I mean, I would like offer him a buyout just to see if he mm-hmm. wants to leave. You know. Um. Uh, and then trade Kevin Love. Like, like they can actually get good stuff for Kevin Love. And can Kevin they? Love is still pretty good. Yeah, why not? But who? Well, I agree with you. Yeah. But who wants Kevin Love now? The Sixers. Like, wouldn't he rule on the Sixers? He kind of play. That's kind of too many bigs, but. Uh... Like the thing they lack is shooting. They love having super tall guys. Um, they totally have the money, and they can it's give true. like stuff back that is not, you know, like you wouldn't trade Fultz for Kevin Love, but uh, you know, would you trade Sarich for him? I might trade Sarich for Kevin Love. Uh. I mean, I, I kind of, like, don't know offhand, but, like, Philly has a lot of... It feels like Kevin Love should be going for a package that gets you, like, the 24th pick in the draft is one of the things you get back. You know what I mean? Like, now, he's solid, a, but he here, makes a ton of money. Here's a question, actually. Would you trade Paul Millsap for him if you're the Denver Nuggets? Um... How long has Kevin Love signed for? He signed a five-year deal? Yeah. Um, he's definitely a better fit in... Um, well, they're probably a pretty bad defensive team, if you make yeah. that trade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like maybe if that had been on the table a year ago, that would have been the move. Like, I do think he'd be pretty good in dead. Well, that was the move a year ago. Yeah. They, they, that was, oh, that was what the Lakers were supposed to get Paul George. I mean, the uh, sorry, the uh, <laughs> the Cavs were getting Paul George, <clears throat> and the uh, they were keeping Kyrie. That's right. And yeah. the Pacers were getting Gary Harris and something else. I don't remember what it yeah. was. Um, I still think Kevin Love is a pretty good player. Yeah, me too. Um, I just don't know. I don't see. The Sixers are interesting. I didn't think about that. that. But I didn't see a logical fit until you said that. Anyway. Uh, oh, also the, the Portland Trailblazers. He'd be great. But I don't know if the Trailblazers have anything to trade for him. They have tons of awful contracts. Well, they'd have to, like, match money. But, I mean... Um... Zach Collins? 
Yeah, it would be like Zach Collins or Swanigan or the IMG Sports Academy guy. You know, um, that doesn't seem like enough. No, it doesn't really seem like enough. But I, I'm just, I'm just thinking of spots he'd want to go. Um, or I mean, or places he'd fit in well. Uh, Utah, Utah also is like an ideal trade partner for Kevin Love. He is Caucasian, um, <laughs> and they have like the right. Guys who are like a little expensive but are interesting. I think the Jazz have like all their picks and a couple extra things. Um, but yeah, like like what if it was something like Kevin Love and you know one of their young guys and Alec Burks or something. You know who should trade for him actually is Indiana. Oh man, yeah, he could. Well, imagine that you have a front court which has T.J. Leaf, Doug McDermott. And, and Kevin Love. I was more thinking I think he would fit in pretty well with uh, Victor Oladipo and Miles Turner. But, oh, oh. Um, I, I made it racist. I'm sorry, Kevin Love. <laughs> um, I think that's a pretty good fit. Anyway, sorry, Kevin Love. Yeah, um, he, he would help out in a lot of places. And I, oh, you know, the other place where he'd be uh, really interesting, I think, and would also like a cool team for him to go to. I don't know how they'd ever make it happen, but uh, he would be a great Memphis Grizzly. Jaron Jackson would be too much also, to pay. The West, is, yeah, well, that's too much to pay, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really see how that works financially. Chandler Parsons does, uh, <laughs> does... <laughs> Well, Do maybe, they want the Chandler Parsons deal? What if Chandler Parsons agrees to be like the new heterosexual Milo for like Bright Breitbart? Does Dan <laughs> Gilbert make the deal then? Um, sure, I think so. He's he's into the alt right, yeah, I think. He, yeah, and Parsons already has the haircut, so I don't know if Dan Gilbert's alt right, but he's certainly right, right? Yeah, wrong right. He's wrong right. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about uh the other big the other big guy who was supposed to go to the Lakers. Uh-huh. Uh a man who spent 2 days ma- who uh spent who aired a documentary. Yes. Um that turned out to be completely pointless because he just stayed where he was. Uh Paul George. Yeah. Staying in Oklahoma City. Uh f- 4-year max with an out after 2 years. Yes. So then he can sign a 5-year max. I, so really, he signed a seven-year contract. A seven-year contract for like three hundred million dollars. <laughs> uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to pay the largest tax bill in history. This is the most expensive team ever because That's they also signed a, Jeremy Grant and uh, Mello opted in, which I just love that. I love it. I love so, that, that they're running it back. Question about Paul George. Uh-huh. Did he only stay because they threw him a party, and that was that's like the correct ending for his documentary? Um, I feel like definitely it did not involve the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, a it seems like Paul George does not like the idea of playing with LeBron, and I think that may have been. 
Like, there were a lot of indicators that LeBron was going to come to L.A. I kind of mm-hmm. thought it was either... Like, I always thought there was a pretty decent chance he would stay home in Cleveland, but if he went mm-hmm. anywhere, it was going to be the Lakers. Like, nowhere else really made sense. Um, and I wonder if Paul George, because of that, was just like, I'm staying here. But also, the narrative is like, people were just so nice to him that he felt bad about leaving, or he loved, you know, the organization. And I have the two three. theories yeah. about this. Uh, I saw a very excellent theory, and fortunately I don't know who tweeted it, uh, that Paul George is actually in an abusive relationship with Russell Westbrook. Oh, and so <laughs> Russell Westbrook made him make his decision in a public place? Yes. <laughs> um, and then I have a... That's why he flew back from Hawaii, because he's like, I'm going to look him in his eye, and he'll say he's staying. I actually have a conspiracy theory here around Paul George. Yeah. I don't know if I've posited this to you. Uh, I think the league made him not go to L.A. Oh, that they were like, that's too much? Yeah, I think that Adam Silver pulled his first David Stern basketball reasons move and was like, we have fined you for tampering twice. Oh. Uh, We fined you for tampering with Paul George twice. If Paul George signs there, uh, you know you're fourth. We're going first round pick. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that I think that actually could have. I. You know, it's it's like. I think David Stern was a little more of a rogue, but Adam mm-hmm. Silver, I really think, um, you know, his constituents are the other owners, and owners really don't like blatant tampering well and paul george staying in oklahoma city is actually a huge win for the league oh yeah it's because it's like a small market team gets to keep its stars those plucky small market teams yeah (laughs) that we're always protecting for reasons that are yeah anti-labor that are um Uh. (laughs) (laughs) um not to be all bread and roses DSA about it, but oh. um, <laughs> that is my secret conspiracy theory that I concocted yesterday because it made zero sense that Paul George <laughs> stayed there. It seems like it would suck, right? <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, no offense to Oklahoma City, except for all the things I have said publicly and privately in the last four or five <laughs> years about Oklahoma City. Um, it just seems weird because they didn't really do that well last year. No. And they don't have anyone new coming. No. But they're all like kind of locked in. Like, Mello's also, they're cash gonna... poor. <laughs> the owners are cash poor. They're cash poor. Um, their money is, again, based on fracking. Uh-huh. Uh, which is a thing you can only do for a finite amount of time anyway, but also is incredibly unpopular and environmentally destructive. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the owner, one of the people in their ownership group, uh, <laughs> again, uh, people like to call Kevin Durant a snake, but how would you feel if you were up for a new contract to lock in with a corporation that you worked for and then one of the directors 
uh, being federally investigated for fraud, uh, killed himself by driving his car into a cement wall. That actually happened to me when I worked at the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company <laughs> oh, one time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I can totally relate. Didn't uh, Tillman <laughs> Fertitta have that guy killed? <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like they're that stable. Nor like they're they're based on. I think it's like banks and fracking. But, but the also, fracking is yeah. The banking is frack money. Yeah. All all that is all that beside the point. You ha- are committing to watching Russell Westbrook dribble for uh-huh. seven years. That's true. Um, yeah, for seven years. I mean, it's <laughs> it is a it is a great deal of money. But uh, you know, is it just that Paul George loves fishing so much? Could be. Um, it's why it's why um, seven-time All-Star and future Hall of Famer Joe Johnson likes to sign with like mediocre playoff teams when he gets bought out because he doesn't want to cut into his fishing. Maybe that's it. Paul George now has like almost the entire month of May free every year. He is kind of the new Joe Johnson, frankly. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> <We're> all right, <laughs> a couple <laughs> A couple of questions about the Paul George signing. Yeah. Uh are the Thunder going to start fracking outside their arena to pay the tax bill? I'm going to say yes and also inside. Are they going to start fracking Royce Young's house? Uh, you know, he will defend their right to do that on Twitter. <laughs> uh, did they offer Playoff P unlimited polo shirts? Because 100%. As we all, as anyone who's seen a Thunder game knows, their arena is full of large white assholes wearing polo shirts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, as opposed to a Warriors crowd, which is generally, um... Terrible, expensive, crisp, crisp, crisp uh-huh. dress shirts. But but uh, uh, definitely a racially diverse assortment dress shirt. of douchebags. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would also say there are more douchebags where Oklahoma City has more assholes. Yeah. Um, uh, run away as fast as you can. Um, what do you think that party with Nas was like? I think like deeply sad, honestly. Like, <laughs> I don't. I think Nas was like probably pretty happy to see Russell Westbrook. Probably like less happy to see Paul Sam George. Presti. Yeah. Oh, Sam Presti. <laughs> like Clay. You know, Clay Bennett was there. Yeah, of course. Um. Um. Were <laughs> oh, oh. Here's here's a question I have about that party. Yeah. How open were pe- how openly were people smoking weed? Not openly at all. Yeah. I think I think you couldn't, right? Not if Clay Bennett was there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Oklahoma was City. Was Royce Young there at the party? I don't know. I bet <laughs> he, they should I'll tell been. you I'll tell you what party I don't want to go to. A Royce when Royce Young is <laughs> I bet he's less comfortable socially than Royce White. Uh, well, Royce White would be smoking weed openly. Um, uh, Royce right. Young's most recent tweet, by the way, 
Part three of Paul George's Behind the Scenes series will air on Tuesdays, 5 p.m. Central Time Sports Center. It's amazing that he tweeted that out in Central Time, too. Well, yeah, because those are the only people who want to watch Paul George's shitty documentary. <laughs> yeah, um, um, it's also it's also like um, financially, it's like a great contract for Paul George. I would say, yeah, for sure. Um, my next my next question. Uh, oh, also, uh, if you do listen to a certain ESPN podcast uh, that is sort of a version of an older ESPN podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have learned recently that Royce, jo- Royce Young tailors his jeans. All right, anyway. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you have a question on our sheet here, Sean. Yes. It just says, is Paul George a problem? Yes, and then it has three question marks after it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think he's not. But like, would would has like the last year of Paul George made you feel confident about Paul George? No. Or... Okay. This I texted this to you yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, this whole situation to me feels very, very Dwight Howard candy on the plane to me. Right. You want to tell that story real quickly? So Dwight Howard very famously opted into his Orlando Magic contract because they had his favorite candy on the airplane in a bowl for him. And yeah. this party being the end of his docu- the like clearly a fun thing to film in his documentary feels very Dwight Howard candy on a plane. Dwight Howard's favorite candy on the plane to mm-hmm. me. Oh, the party. The party, it's disappointing. But it's also like, anytime you watch Paul George in a commercial, I get the same feeling. Um, Generally, I'm watching those commercials during the NBA playoffs weeks after his team has been eliminated. (laughs) (laughs) Playoff. For playoff P is, that's what the, you know what, that commercial is actually what playoff P is. It's what he calls actor Paul George. Because oh, he uh, knows he's going to get to act the entire playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but you know, he's... I think Paul George... I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm like... He's younger than you think when he's 28. But I do kind of feel like Paul George is older than that. But, you know, if you're... 28-year-old Paul George and 29-year-old Russell Westbrook should be good for a while. Except LeBron James just came to the West, and the Golden State Warriors are still there. I'm I'm just saying, if you're the Thunder, this is a absolute slam-dunk A+. Oh, yes. But if you're Paul George, I'm not so sure. I would not be surprised if uh, Paul George wants out when he has that two-year opt-out. Oh, oh! You don't think he'll? Yeah. I mean, I think right now he thinks he wants to stay for seven years, right. but but someone might like this. Seems like him. a pretty bleak situation to me. <laughs> well, what if? Yeah, imagine this. He, You're locked into the five seed your entire career. <laughs> well, and then imagine this at the All Star game, someone from another team invites Paul George to a barbecue, and they've <laughs> made his favorite brownies. 
What's he going to do? He's got a drumstick, right? And Pusha T is performing. Yeah, Pusha T. <laughs> um, all right. I guess we should move on from here. Oh yeah. Oh, do you think do you think that tax bill is like crazy or are they just gonna kinda figure out it? I'm I'm of the opinion that um they have like an insane tax bill because it's uh they've gone over the tax, I think this will be like their third time in four years. Yeah. But I think they can pretty easily dump about uh 12 million off their their books and then that and how are how are they going to do that uh they stretch Kyle Singler and then his contract becomes like a million dollars for the next 5 years instead of the 5 he gets and then um i think they'll be able to get rid of Patrick Patterson like that's a guy who's not going to although they are like pretty shallow but but he's like the obvious guy to get rid of I would just think that you'd actually want to keep him because, yeah, he was super bad last year, but he was coming off a pretty late surgery, right? Um. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't they probably think he'll be able to help them this year? I mean, maybe. I just think if they get rid of him, they'll save something like you know, $25 million. Why don't they stretch mellow? They might stretch mellow. I think the, so if they stretch mellow, his contract becomes like nine and a half million for the next three years. I think they might feel like, um, they'll still be over the tax next year for sure. If they do Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's my guess. I don't really, yeah, they're going to trade Steven Adams for draft picks in like two years. I mean, maybe sooner than that, honestly. Yeah. Like they, I mean, but Melo's contract comes off the books next year. so But they're still going to be capped out. They'll be capped out, but they won't be like... They won't be paying mortgaging the tax, yeah. things with, um, And I mean, he's not exactly helping them now. Um, yeah, because they have... They'll have... I mean, what what is Paul George making? Anyway, he's making a ton. Russell Westbrook is making... You know, the most dollars next year, but <laughs> Mel has been 28 this year. Steven Adams has three years and like 78 left. Andre Roberson has two years and 21 left. Yeah, it's I think they'll keep a Brenus and they'll try to get rid of Pat Patterson. That's my guess. And Kyle Singler is for sure gone. Yeah, but there's no one else to dump. That's the thing. Like, yeah, no, they only they're have not 10 guys deep signed. and they're also expensive. <laughs> Well, they have um, 10 guys right. signed, and they're going to get rid of two. We have talked about the Sorry, Oklahoma City Jesus. Thunder longer than we talked about LeBron James and the Lakers. <laughs> um, uh, let's talk about Dallas real quick. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, really pulling a huge FU to, the, to Doc Rivers and the Clippers. Uh-huh. And just straight up signing basically the same exact deal he had. That yeah. they wouldn't trade him for. For <laughs> it's yeah. a real <laughs> and it's, it's a one year deal. Yeah, it's one year for twenty four million dollars. Is he just um, not, like not that committed to Dallas? I don't really understand that part of it. I guess he just wants to be a free agent, like keep his options open. 
there's so much more money next year. Oh yeah, I guess that I guess that's right. He wasn't getting Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Like Dallas was his only option. So it's like and frankly, I don't know if Dallas wants to sign him longer than a year. He's 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to me, I think this was the they probably told him when they couldn't trade for him, mm-hmm. uh, okay, we're going to go after Capella, but once that offer sheet matches, we'll sign you to a deal. And he was probably like, what if I just sign for one year? Oh, with oh yeah. Yeah. And Do you know like, what I mean? Get it done at midnight. Don't worry about it. I'm not leaving any money on the table, and I'm out of the, I'm out of the Clippers. Right. Well, yeah. and also it's like, he he gets to go back on the market. The dunk yeah, on yeah. guys destroyed this deal for some reason, and I think it's a really good deal. What like it's an overpay for Dallas? Yeah, they were like, I don't know why you would want him. He's thirty, <laughs> but he's he's still a good player. I I mean, the reason you want him is because you have Luka Doncic, and you have a bunch of like they have a bunch of cap space next year right but not really that much this year yeah i don't know yeah like west matthews um, and yonder jordan expire next year so yeah i just have a couple of questions yeah. for you here mm-hmm. uh could the clippers still kidnap deandre okay that is my favorite scenario i don't think he can officially sign until next saturday no one can sign until the sixth okay. I believe, yeah. or maybe it's the ninth yeah, so to me, the funniest thing in the world would be like Teodosic, Lou Williams, Sam Decker, and Tobias Harris coming Dude, to DeAndre's you're house. You're forgetting the funniest guy. Well, the two funniest guys. Here's who I think West the team Johnson. of kidnappers should be. No, okay. their team of kidnappers should just be Steve Ballmer. <laughs> Okay, yes, he has to go. Uh, Boban. Oh, right. And Keanu Reeves dressed as John Wick. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think you also Boban bring... Because Boban and John Wick are friends. Boban's in John Wick 3. And then, like, and then like they blow it because they made Gortot drive them there. And he, like, knocks <laughs> on the door, and then DeAndre's like... Wait, you guys have like three other centers. <laughs> Montrez Harrell also shows up, and they're like, "Oh, we didn't think this through." But then John Wick is like, "I'm thinking you're back." <laughs> um. uh, yeah, and the the problem with that is almost no one on the Clippers roster can afford a last minute plane ticket, so. Um, here's a thing I want to ask about Steve Ballmer while we're on the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. What wild shit is he going to try and come up with now that LeBron is on the Lakers to get people to come to Clippers games? Yeah, so they've already redesigned Chuck the Condor. Um, Yeah. (laughs) The super fans remain um, Frankie Muniz, Penny Marshall, Billy Crystal, all like, all like, Real, well, not Penny Marshall, but stars of our podcast, mainly yeah. for things not really related to well, the Clippers. Well, except... and we know how their biggest fan feels, right? Uh, uh, oh, right. <laughs> let's drop that in right now. 
Fire Doc Rivers! So, <laughs> Balmer is like a showman, basically, right? Like, he's oh, kind of yeah, like if a... You, if you've he's like if him... there was a tech P.T. Barnum, in a way. Yeah, that's, that's an excellent... <laughs> That's an excellent way of putting it. He's an entertain. So, he's born to entertain. <laughs> is he going to be just like walking up and down like Figueroa, just screaming like developers, 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 <laughs> like a Pied Piper of bad basketball? Yeah, li- like I could see. I don't think he'd be like a Pied Piper, but I could see him being like a one man band. Mm-hmm. You know, like having like a drum in front of him, and like a, and every every like step he takes crashes cymbals on his legs together or something. <laughs> um, uh, so, with, like who could he sign that would be available to the Clippers and exciting? And this is well, they they flew a plane to go meet Anthony Tolliver. That is today. the saddest story of the playoffs. And I want to say this in his home. They went. Anthony Tolliver could not be bothered to come to Los Angeles. So the Clippers, like you know what, we're giving we're giving Tolliver the. Full and court what I want to say is, I love Anthony Tolliver. Yeah. I would gladly have Anthony Tolliver on the Warriors. Yeah, but. He's still Anthony Tolliver. Like, that is like, it, it. It's like. Plus, can you imagine that like Moneyball meeting at Anthony Tolliver's house, where it's like Anthony Tolliver, and then fucking Doc Rivers, Lords Frank, and, and Jerry West. Does Jerry West? No, know? Jerry West isn't there. Dude, Jerry West, they hand him a phone that Jerry West is uh-huh. on. But, and then Balmer in your living room? It's like, just, I'd be like, get the fuck Balmer, out of here. Balmer, like, standing way too close to you, spitting a little bit when he talks. Like, Anthony, we love you! <laughs> he, like, Im- like, halfway through, immediately asks where your bathroom is, and then he, like, uses the one that's in the master bedroom instead of, like, right in the hallway. I can just imagine them telling him, like, it's so easy to play first base. And he's like, what? And then Doc Rivers is like, it's not hard! I mean, it's really hard to play first base! (laughs) So, scene for Moneyball about the Oakland A's? Alright. It's incredibly hard. Uh, Well, yeah, but... that feels like too much of a full court press for Anthony Tolliver. It's like it certainly it's does. like wearing a tuxedo to meet a Tinder date. You know what I mean? Like, like just like LeBron clearly signed with the Lakers uh-huh. and then immediately just texted three guys and they announced they were signing with the Lakers. Yeah. Now those three guys are three of the crazier people in the NBA. The Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> that Lakers roster, as currently built, is like an island of misfit toys and LeBron James. <laughs> it's, it's like it's people that have had like yeah, yeah, like like a player who was under house arrest during the season last yeah. year. Um, yes, assuming a guy Lopez comes back, um, a man who had a house built. In Disney World uh-huh. that he wants to live in. That's his dream. Now he has to build one 
under the Incredicoaster at California Adventure or possibly a at guy, Toontown. A guy whose dad is more famous than him. And who's like had like four leg injuries in his 11 months as a professional and got hurt like lifting pig iron or something. Yeah. Um, a guy who let that guy write a diss track about him two weeks ago. That yeah. was two weeks ago. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, back to the Clippers. Oh, and, and again, a 20-year-old college graduate named Sri. <laughs> um, Jerry West fucked up this DeAndre thing, right? Uh, he should have traded him, but I think... Um, I wonder if there was just not... Like, like, I think they should have just traded him. Maybe there just wasn't a good enough pick available for him. But just, like, even getting something... Um, I think, I think the idea was if they can't get a first round pick for him, you might as well kind of try to make the, like, try to make the playoffs. But I think, I think Jerry This team has no chance of making the playoffs. No, I mean, like, last year. Oh, no, I mean. Oh, why didn't they make Three days ago, Jerry Why didn't they make the trade with Dallas? (laughs) Yeah. I would have. Yeah, I would have tried to make that happen to to even get like second round picks. Also, just because, uh, like like why not help DeAndre out? Like he wanted to go there. Yeah. Why not just make the deal? Like, I guess maybe they're saving some tax money not taking a contract back. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't actually. I mean, know maybe. Right I just not. know like. What was on the table was Wes Matthews. Yeah. And, like, Wes Matthews made less than DeAndre, and you could probably trade him for something at the deadline. I bet I bet it has to do with just, uh, like, saving some tax money. I don't know. It's just, well, it seems it like... Seem, they can't possibly be over. The t- I don't know. It's weird that you wouldn't just want Wes Matthews. But I'm glad, I'm glad they didn't, because... You know, it'll be nice for Wes Matthews to actually get to play with DeAndre Jordan on one of the four years of that deal he signed, contingent on DeAndre coming. Um, all right. Uh, oh, also, I think he's going to be – it'll be great for him next year to have, uh, like, another ball handler creator and, uh, like, a dunking threat. Like, he's – Yeah. I think he's going to be, like, a great three-point shooter next year. Um, who, Wes Matthews? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about DeAndre Jordan. Oh, that would have been amazing. I was like, uh, I love, look, it's only going to happen for like four minutes a game uh-huh. because uh, one of these guys can't really play anymore. But that four minutes where it's Dirk and DeAndre and Luca and Dennis Smith Jr. and a shooter... Uh, a shooter named real... Harrison Barnes. Or, well, I don't know. <laughs> sure. Or Wes Matthews. Yeah. Uh, I love that combination from a like pick and roll standpoint. Yeah. Like, you can do so many weird things. Um, 
it's going to be a cool team next year, I think. Yeah, I'm looking. I mean, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs, but well, wouldn't it be great for them to? The other thing is like, so they only have DeAndre for one year, whatever. But like, right? At least in Dirk's last year, like some some like fun dudes to play with. Like, I bet DeAndre is yeah. a great teammate. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, okay, we've talked about Dallas for way too long now, too. <laughs> um, this is where we're getting into some smaller signings, so yeah. I will get to those later. And mm-hmm. let's we took we asked for some reader questions oh, yeah. let's, about let's free agency. Yeah, 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 yeah. And let's talk about that right now. Okay. Um, so our first question, Sean, uh-huh. comes from at Trey Cool X. Uh, it's has Cleveland been placed under martial law? I'm going to say, I think they're like too beaten down to protest. Like because they got swept and like J.R. Smith and learning LeBron punched that board and broke his hand again, probably giving the Clippers false hope that he would sign there. Um, (laughs) But um, I feel like they're, like, too sad to put up a fight against the uh, murderous police officers of Cleveland. That's the other thing, is that the Cleveland police will shoot on sight. It's true. Yeah. Um, As always, we here at Roundball Rock are an anti-cop podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, And we're certainly anti-martial law. All cops, Um, including Shaq. (laughs) <laughs> oh, especially Shaq. Yeah. Shaq might be the worst cop. That's definitely not true. I don't know why I said he's, that. He's one of the bad ones, though. <laughs> he is definitely... Shaq is a dirty cop. Shaq Never forget the that. the thick blue line. That's his, his <laughs> last nickname. Um, all right, our next question comes from friend of the show uh-huh. and uh, noted communist Josh Androsky. Mm-hmm. Um, and his question is a very good one. Yeah. I feel like we could maybe do an entire episode just mm-hmm. on this question. Mm-hmm. And it's how will Kobe poison LeBron? Uh, and I'll take this one first. Okay. Uh, he's going to have him join Club Vino <laughs> and slowly put those mushrooms from uh, uh, the Phantom Thread into each glass of wine that he serves him. That's good. Um, I think that Kobe, because of his new found interest in storytelling and the dramatic arts, what he's going to do is he's going to pour poison in LeBron's ear like Polonius killing mm-hmm. Hamlet's father. He's going to hide out in that like custom van that LeBron drives sure. to from practice. And, uh, yeah, like, directly in his ear, Hamlet style. Uh, and then, like and then what's going to happen is um, there's going to be, like, uh, a puppet show in Canvas City that recreates the murder. But mm-hmm. this time, like, Kobe's going to be producing it just because he's like, I just love storytelling. I know I just confessed to a murder, but. Well, I actually had another. That was my second idea. Uh-huh. He was going to ask him to come do a Muse Cage, uh-huh. uh, a Muse Cage Network. What is it called? Um, oh, oh, uh, oh, the. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like a Muse News Network or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, 
He's going to ask him to do that, and there's going to be a poisonous snake inside of one of the puppets <gasps> that LeBron puts his hand into, and the snake bites him. That's pretty good. Uh, failing that, he could lock him in an actual cage on the set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other thing he can do is uh, make him write poems. Oh, yeah. Kobe got so uh, um, lost in his poetry, he almost he, missed yeah, his he never goes, game. Yeah, yeah, he never goes to any games because LeBron gets so lost in the poetry. Yeah, wow. That's I, can do that. <laughs> I do think that uh, after reading that LeBron, his decision to come to the Lakers was clinched with a phone call to Kobe, I believe he literally is already poisoning him with his words <laughs> and uh, will eventually use his influence on the Lakers to subtly psychologically break LeBron. Uh, here's a non-reader question. This yes. is a question from Joey for you, Sean. Yes. Uh, you know how the Lakers do those weird TED Talks? Yes. Uh, yeah, the Genius Series. Yeah, LeBron's not going to be having any of that shit, I right? Think it, I think that series is canceled. Yes. I really, <laughs> okay. I really do. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, as of him signing, that's it. Like, I don't think Rob Palinka has the balls to be like, hey, Elon Musk is coming in to talk to all of us. LeBron's going to be like, I'm good. But what if what if like they brought in Grimes this year and LeBron's like really into it? Because he's like, I was pretty into Art Angels. Uh, LeBron doesn't like Grimes. There's no way he likes Grimes. <laughs> LeBron is not like fucking 24-year-old white girl on Molly. All right, um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's... At Barry My Heart Pod asks, LeBron James, still a hero in Cleveland? I will say yes, because I think, again, the reason why I don't think they're rioting is that hard is they're, like, so broken now. Yeah, it felt to me that the stage was being set here last summer when David Griffin got fired for no reason. Yeah. Uh, it kind of seemed like people were just like, well, this is why LeBron is going to leave, and I don't blame him. <laughs> they're, they're gonna... I wish I could leave. <laughs> yeah. They're turning on Dan Gilbert, and, uh, you know, JR became a scapegoat after the finals, even though he did not uh, break his own hand punching an inanimate object in, in anger. Or miss that free throw because he was staring into his own grave. Oh, yeah. That's... To quote Brendan McGowan <laughs> as we were watching it. <laughs> which is what he said when they cut to George Hill at that free throw line. <laughs> which is, he looks like he's staring into his own grave. Um, <laughs> at Twin Spoons uh-huh. asks, which former LeBron teammate should hold a bigger grudge against him. Colin Sexton or Shabazz Napier? Oh my god, that's a good question. Um, I would say that LeBron James essentially delayed the start of Shabazz Napier's career by two full years. <laughs> um, just because it was such a bait and switch, and LeBron decided like so late... And Shabazz, like, first of all, had to deal with, like, kind of a reeling team. And then, you know, Chris Bosh had his problems. But I feel like Shabazz was, like, synonymous 
for Miami just getting like so tricked yeah. by LeBron. <laughs> uh so Colin Sexton, I kinda think I don't know if this is just my feelings about Colin Sexton that I feel like he like literally doesn't care. Like he's yeah. he's really um, In fact, I'm gonna say yeah. I think <laughs> Colin Sexton is fucking pumped for this because uh-huh. I bet Colin Sexton is totally like, good. It's my team now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, he's like, good. That's this twenty. That's fifteen more shots a game for me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now, an interesting thing about Shabazz Napier. Uh-huh. Uh huh. he's a free agent, Sean. A restricted free agent, right? With no, the they waived his qualifying. The right to... No, the Portland in one of their weird moves they've been doing uh-huh. declined his qualifying offer oh probably so they could save money to resign uh free agent ed davis right no he's gone too we'll get to that uh-huh. um uh they but yeah they weirdly declined the qualifying offer on him and pat Connaughton, two guys who played significant roles yeah, for them last year <laughs> and like pretty good players um but when we were reading that uh that Lakers roster uh-huh. seemed to me that they had a little hole in their backup point guard position, oh. didn't they? <laughs> I think Shabazz Napier, if LeBron wants him, he can have him. Yeah, that's true. He, he's available. Tell LeBron <laughs> his favorite college player in years is available. Um, all right. Our next question is from at and Keefe, and it's, I don't understand JaVale McGee's career. Is there an advanced an advanced stat than I that I don't know about? Uh, uh, and here I'll take this yeah, as the, as the resident JaVale McGee fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the guy fucking dunked on two baskets. That's yeah. the advanced stat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, have you heard of like wins over replacement? Yes. Yeah, and this is. Um... This is a center stat. It's um, it's jumpers. It's jumpers <laughs> under Gortant, which is uh-huh. your best scoring big relative to Marcin Jorkat. It's Jug, and Javale uh-huh. has an excellent Jug score. Okay, that, that took a long time, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Javale is sick at dunking on fools. That's what. That's Javale McGee's career. Love him. Move on. <laughs> All right. At TX missed Leaser. Well, I'm sorry if I'm saying that incorrectly. Uh, he asked several questions, uh-huh. and uh, the first is, "How funny is it that Luke Walton and LeBron James are members of the same draft class?" Uh, it's amazing. I, I was trying to think of like another precedent for that happening, and it's it's really only in like player coach eras that that happened. I was trying to think like. Um, I don't. I th- Bill Russell, it certainly happened to. I, would I feel get, like it but... probably happened to Bill Russell. I was thinking like, um, like who have been like really young coaches like that? Like, I don't. I think even even like Kareem's last years, like Pat Riley was still older than Kareem, right? And I guess because Pat is four Riley, years as older. we all know played on the evil all-white team yes. against the all-black team. 
He's been everywhere. <laughs> Just always doing the bidding of the Dark Lord Satan. That's his only real loyalty. Um, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, though. I fully expect LeBron James to throw Luke Walton under the bus, though, at some point. I think he might get fired before the end of the season. Yeah, I also think that uh james jones be ready to be the <laughs> head coach of the la lakers what if they brought mike brown back <laughs> God, that would be incredible okay so that's the step mike brown james jones juan howard and, uh, damon and, jones yeah and then uh, assistant coach David Blatt. <laughs> um, what if he makes magic coach? I'd love it. Like all the possibilities are good. Uh, Rambus, good Rambus is coming back to the organization. Uh, what if Lavar demands to be the coach? God damn. And what if LeBron's like, you know what? This is what we need. We need some energy. <laughs> pig iron. <laughs> we need pig iron. <laughs> Um, all right. That our next question from at tx. I missed. Oh, I don't know how to say that. From uh, our friend in Germany. Uh, how amazing will Lavar slash LeBron's relationship be? I mean, I think it's like already must watch because Lavar has already openly talked shit about LeBron's ability as a father. To, yeah, to parent children. <laughs> um. And he claimed he could beat Michael Jordan in a one-on-one game. Uh-huh. I think I think LeBron should take it head-on and just be like, I will play you one-on-one, LeVar. <laughs> like, I will um, do it, we will televise it, and, like, if I beat you, you aren't allowed to talk publicly for, like, two months. He was already on TV giving immediate reactions to it. Yeah. Uh... Will LeBron James agree to be on Ball in the Family? Uh, yes, but it's Maverick Carter is going to have to get an executive producer. <laughs> I don't know um, though. Like, like they're rival entrepreneurs, right? I expect them to be passive aggressively feuding by training camp in the media. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. LeVar will be aggressive, aggressively doing it, but LeBron will say something about having about how the Lakers need dads or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, LeVar is there's no way to muzzle him. So right, yeah. Um, our next question from our friend in Germany uh-huh. is: uh, How amazing will LeBron look in purple? Um. I think it's probably a good color on him. I don't I don't think he looks as good in like white. Um but also it's not purple, it's forum blue. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think I think I'll look I think it's gonna be weirder to see him in a purple uniform because the Laker uniform is like not that the yellow uniform is like not that far off the Cavs, right? But the purple is gonna look weird. It's I, gonna take a lot of get even those photoshops. I'm like, this doesn't look right. I have I do have um, a suggestion for LeBron 
if he's he's a listener. Um, <laughs> he is, yeah, yeah. shoot. Uh, I mean, he's not so much a listener, but uh, uh, Brawny is. Yeah, that's true. Shouts to Brawny. <laughs> um, I think I think LeBron should finally shave his head this year. You know, like that real close haircut he had right after the finals last year. Yeah, that should be his when one. he made that dance that Steph Curry made fun of. Yeah, um, at Kyrie Irving, <laughs> whose wedding were they at? I don't remember. Was it, was it Kyrie's? It's Kyrie it Irving. was not Kyrie's. Kyrie is no. not married. Okay, no. Uh, <laughs> because if he were, Uncle Drew would be married. Oh, that's and true. as for those for those of you who haven't yet to listen to our two hour long bonus episode about Uncle Drew, uh-huh. no. A major part of Uncle Drew is that Uncle Drew fucked Shaq's wife. Yes, he is a sexual um, powerhouse. <laughs> um, our next question from our friend in Germany is, uh, is Kawhi bluffing by claiming that he's going to sit out a second year in a row to get traded to the Lakers? I mean, he already sat out one year in a row. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I don't think I can beat that answer. All right, our next question comes from at O'Shea Computer, our friend Kevin O'Shea, uh-huh. uh, one of the funniest comedians we know, and a great Twitter follow. Everybody follow at O'Shea Computer. Uh-huh. He asks, three arts or CAA? Uh, and which is a very funny LA question, but LeBron is so weird that he has actually already signed with and left CAA. Yeah, he left CAA in 2012. <laughs> um, right, but yeah, our... what if what if Clutch Sports merges with Three Arts? What is that going to mean? Uh, does that mean Lewis K becomes LeBron's publicist? Yes. <laughs> oh my god! Weird. What if that? What if that's? <laughs> Never mind. Sign like, with Gersh, it. LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, just, just go with Gersh. Don't worry. Maybe Avalon. They have an office in England. You want to try to like break into theaters? Um, what right. if LeBron's like, look, the reason I signed with the Lakers is I love the young team. Want to make a four-year commitment, and uh, I was pretty sure I was going to get to submit to Lip Sync Battle and uh, Conan. Like they they said they'd give me a packet. Um, I haven't written in television before, but I do have a lot of sketches. Um, all right, let's move on. All right, our last question comes from. He's already came up on the pod yeah. before. The man who talked about George Hill staring into his own grave. Uh-huh. Uh, Brendan McGowan, who is a Bulls fan. And his question is, if the Bulls get Jabari Parker, will the East have an answer for them? Yeah. And my answer is, honestly, maybe not. They're the three seed right now. Because the East is wide fucking open. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, who's going to be on the All-Star team? Sean, if you were going to bet who is going to be in the... uh, Who's going to represent the East in the finals next year? Who would you pick? The Boston Celtics. Yeah, I, uh, that's a lot of people's picks. But uh, but it, it depends on what the Sixers do. I think it's the Toronto Raptors year next year, baby. Oh, man. Well, they can't lose to LeBron. Oh, my God. They're the, they're the second-place winners in free agency. Yeah. They signed Fred Van Vliet <laughs> to a two-year contract. 
but mainly LeBron left. Like, do you think? Do you think if they knew LeBron was leaving, would they have like just kept Dwayne Casey? Yes, I think they would have. They should have, right? <laughs> um, um, we have actually a couple more reader questions. Sorry, they're they're spread out a little bit. Yeah, let's go just, ahead. Let's go for them. Uh, another one from Tixie Mister Lazar. Uh, mm-hmm. Why Paul George? Why? I think we maybe have we kind of covered that. Covered I that. feel like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, another question: Hazonia, Tilakina, Porzingis, Moutier. That's remarkable, right? And the answer is yes. Yes. In fact, let's let's talk about it. Yes. The Knicks right now. The Knicks are secretly having an amazing week. <laughs> uh. First off, they signed one of our favorite guys, uh-huh. Mario Hazonia, yeah. to a one-year deal, and he is already li- going to be like a New York folk hero. It's very clear. He uh-huh. tweeted, start spreading the news. <laughs> um, and he's just, he's out of Orlando, and as we all know, anytime you leave Orlando, it's positive. Except when you're leaving to run the Department of Education. Or you're or, Alfred Payton. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're, like, leading a mission for Blackwater. Also, just stay yeah. home. Um, Hazonia also made fun of his haircut in his yeah. tweet. Oh, and also... he also apologized for taking some of the shine off of LeBron James yeah. by making his announcement at the same time. <laughs> Uh, he's he's a Croatian player with Croatia's probably going to the World Cup final now. Uh, he's got a great nickname, the Block Mamba, That's as we incredible. all know, like the Eastern Block. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was playing in Real Madrid, they asked him if he was going to go see Messi play soccer, and he said, "No, Messi should come see me." Yeah. So tight. He's going to rule the Knicks, dude. Can I tell you two other Mario Hazonia nicknames listed on basketball? Yes, please. Uh, The Beast. Great. Super Mario. Yeah, okay. Crobe. (laughs) Tight, dude. Love that guy. Uh, And also, but the bigger news for the Knicks. It's crazy he got $6.5 million, by the way. Yes. Uh... (laughs) It's pretty expensive um, for a guy who's been a pretty big bust, I would say. He has not really been very good yet. <laughs> um, but I, th- I I have high hopes for him next year. I think Fizdale's really going to do some fun shit with Mario. Yeah. Um, hey, dude, he's, he's, how old is he? He's, he's 22. Yeah. Um, but the bigger Knicks news uh-huh. is it looks like James Dolan is getting ready to sell the team. Incredible. Which, I have a story. The last time LeBron James left Cleveland, uh, another uh, famously sad franchise immediately was sold that summer. And that was the Golden State Warriors. Oh, wow. So, I thought you have were... hope, Knicks fans. <laughs> Yeah, what? A, why do they think he's always oh, laying the groundwork to sell? He split. He spun the Rangers and the Knicks off 
into their own corporations. Oh. Oh, the Madison Square Garden Company. Yeah. But he separated them from Cablevision. Which Uh, means people think that means he's... He's gonna sell them. Uh... Um... Oh, it's because he's more interested in music and entertainment ventures. Yeah, which has been clear the entire time he's on the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, weird <laughs> that James Dolan had an interest in music. If you listen to our podcast, that is one thing that you should definitely know. Um, the other New York-based question we got was, Noah only all nba player left in the east how yep. fucking funny and sad is that that's incredible it's insane <laughs> uh it is so crazy i also saw somewhere that like the last like 12 mvp winners are in the west <laughs> oh oh <laughs> yeah that's so crazy and like how did it get more lopsided it keeps LeBron getting James more came to the West. I'm just saying, like, I don't understand how that can happen every year. Uh, well, and you know what else happened? Uh, Luka Doncic is also in the West. Oh yeah, he went to the West. <laughs> well, actually, of the first, <laughs> so well, aren't like the first four of the first five picks are in the West? Yeah. Look, what this is setting up for is I know everybody thinks the Celtics are going to be fucking awesome forever or whatever, uh-huh. but the Greek freak is just going to be the new LeBron. We're oh. like four years away from Giannis's team just making the finals. Just dominate. Every it, fucking year. Just based on him alone. Right. Well, also, the, the Bucks are screwing up and getting capped out just like... The Cavs did at the first part of LeBron's career. Yeah. I mean, what really this is going to set up, clearly, this this season is going to be so bad, record-wise, uh, that they'll seed 1-16 to 16 th- next year, the year after. Wow. Oh, because right? you're just gonna, because you're just going to get, like, East series that no one cares about? Yeah, because, like, Russell Westbrook is going to miss the playoffs, and then in the East, it's going to be, like, the fucking, like, uh, I can't even imagine what the eight, what the six, seven, eight seeds in the East are going to be like. It, it would be so tight, though, if Oklahoma City plays the Lakers in the first round. Yeah, it would rule. <laughs> but, yeah, like... <laughs> You are at the same time. It's gonna be like they're gonna they're gonna be like Jesus. We've got too many matchups. I guess we have to put uh, you know Denver Portland on NBA TV, and then we have to relegate um, you know Raptors Pistons. Like like can they go <laughs> below NBA TV? Could they? Could they just put it <laughs> like headline news yeah, or like something? Headline like news, the, um, like the tournament. true TV, maybe. <laughs> um, but seriously, like a team, like we might see, like Aunt, literally, like Anthony Davis, Jimmy Butler, Carl, Carl Anthony Towns, 
and Nikola Jokic might miss the playoffs next mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. While yeah. like John Wall is the three seed <laughs> on another team that hates that hates themselves. Uh, can we just briefly speak about that team? Yeah, yeah. We want to so, talk about the Wizards. So Why the, not? This is going to be like a two and a half hour yeah. long podcast. So the Wizards, so. <laughs> the Wizards' move was that they uh, they traded Marcin Gortat. Mm-hmm. To the who Clippers. admittedly was a locker room problem locker room last problem. year uh, for Austin Rivers of the Clippers who is a noted locker room problem. Yeah. Um, also, Austin Rivers like weirdly seemingly hated by the entire NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm wondering. Okay, so obviously they wanted to let Jan Mahinmi know that it's his time to take over as the starting center. Mm-hmm. But also, this feuding team, it might be how they bond. You know, like like a mean, abusive football coach uniting mm-hmm. his team with their shared hatred of him. Sure. So that could be, that's my theory about the Wizards. I mean, I'll tell you certainly who's going to hate him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas Sadoransky, who once again <laughs> will not get to play for seemingly no reason. No reason at all. <laughs> A, a very good player. He's, like, destined to become, like, to, to be, like, a guy Daryl Morey picks up off the garbage pile <laughs> and then signs to, like, a giant deal. Well, I think he signs to, like, a long, low deal, and people are like, wow, it's the best contract in the NBA. <laughs> no, and then he signs, and no, oh, I right, mean, right, it's right. the Goran Dragic thing, oh, where right. then the next deal he signs is, like, giant, but he's, like, 33. And he's on the magic. <laughs> um, all right, I guess we should get back to signings. Oh, yes. So here's a question. Uh, let's go to the Blazers. You want to talk Blazers? You don't want to talk Baines? Aaron Baines? Oh, let's go Baines. Let's go Baines. Sorry. All right. Uh, I mean, so Aaron Baines uh-huh. uh, kind of signed a <laughs> signed a deal for slightly slightly more than he was making last time mm-hmm. uh, last year. But in a weird thing, he has a second year player option. Uh-huh. Which do you know what that means, Sean? Are you aware of this? Oh, he has a no trade clause. Aaron right? Baines has a no trade clause Amazing. because of a weird cap thing. The other, the other, so, the other shocking no trade clause that happened this year is uh, Gerald Green has a no trade clause. Yeah, on his minimum deal with the Rockets. But I mean, Gerald Green just can't ever leave Houston. No, he loves Houston too much. Too um, but yeah. the funny part about Aaron Baines having a no trade clause uh. is uh, there's lots of stuff for Boston to trade, except for. They have a hard time making money working deals, oh, and Aaron no Baines' money. Yeah, yeah, Aaron Baines' money would have been perfect for that, but because Danny Ainge is like stupid or something, and just <laughs> didn't want to give him a second year for some like, like if it a was a two year deal, deal, yeah, or something. <laughs> like. It's so crazy. And look, I know I know Danny Ainge isn't stupid, you mm. fucked up Boston fans but the Celtics who hate us. Well, the Celtics ownership <laughs> is a little bit cash poor. So, uh-huh. you know, maybe maybe that mattered. But yeah. Oh, that, you mean Wick Grossback yeah. doesn't have a ton of money? So, like, Aaron Baines <laughs> could hold up a trade with, like, some kind of insane personal demands. Yeah, for, so, like, Kawhi Leonard. Right. 
and then like <laughs> somehow somehow the Spurs have to buy him like one of those big like a cigarette boat or something. Yeah. Some <laughs> um. All right. Uh, oh yeah. Let's so talk that's about weird. The... Yeah. Oh, and you also... want to talk about the other Boston center? Well, look. Let's just make sure we're. <laughs> They they it it shows they don't trust uh, Gordon Hayward's ankle because they want to make sure that they have one Caucasian uh, one white player. Day. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I really want to talk about with the Boston Celtics though, yes, is their first round draft pick this year, uh-huh. uh, Robert Williams. Yes. Um, who, if you remember correctly, I called a bust because his name is Robert Williams. <laughs> and um, I think he might be such a big bust. He might not even make it to the signing his contract phase of his rookie season. It's it's definitely it's shocking that it's a week and a half after the draft right now. And He's been like, there 10 days. That first round pick might not. They just The team might just decide they made a mistake (laughs) because let me tell you what's happened here sean yeah uh so he missed the conference call where he was supposed to be introduced as a celtic and this is a guy who uh, because he slept through it and he already (laughs) dropped to the point he did in the draft because he is so unreliable yet very physically gifted right yes um and then Today, mm-hmm. he missed his first practice with the Boston Celtics Summer League team because he missed his flight. Did he oversleep? Uh, it's unclear. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, he's, so... this seems like uh, he is, I don't think he's going to work out. So on the plus side uh-huh. for Danny Ainge, he does have too many draft picks. So maybe just letting one go and not taking up the roster spot is a good thing, right? I guess so, but geez. <laughs> kind of feel like Danny Ainge may... You know how he was like really into finding out guys' brain types? Uh-huh. Years He's ago? a phrenologist, yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe he just... <laughs> He's like, well, the ten percent risk uh, of a no show with that brain type, but eight percent chance Finals MVP. <laughs> um, this is—it's pretty amazing that someone might miss the NBA because they literally can't show up for work. On yeah, time. they have narcolepsy or something. <laughs> They're not—he's not prioritizing the NBA as highly as he should. I'll say that. That's a controversial take. Yeah, and this is coming from two people who have one time who have both on separate occasions slept through this podcast. That's true. That's true. Um, so... <laughs> yeah. So maybe we shouldn't judge so much, but I'm, I'm judging a little bit. Yeah. It's not encouraging. That's that's what I'll say. All right, let's talk about the Blazers. Okay. Uh, they renounced Pat. White Pat Connaughton. Mm-hmm. They renounced Shabazz Napier. Mm-hmm. They lost Ed Davis to the Nets for not who signed for not that much money four point four million I think. Yeah, and um, this move immediately alienated both of their stars. 
Yes. Both CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard were tweeting uh, not great emojis, I would say, after this move was announced. Well, after Ed Davis, Dame tweeted a broken heart emoji, which <coughs> was sad. And then he later that night tweeted a peace sign hand and a watch. Which what does that some mean? People... Some people were taking to mean peace out Dame time. I guess he calls himself Dame time sometimes. Okay. Uh, But was he peacing out Dame time for the night? Or was he telling the the Blazers Dame time's peacing out? Yeah. Because you let Ed Davis go. I personally wouldn't want to be in that situation. Uh, Especially a a week after they got so universally panned about their draft pick stuff. Mm-hmm. For uh, um, picking an IMG Academy guy and then trading two second round picks for nineteen year old Gary Trent Jr. Uh, but Sean, there is some white skin at the end of this uh, <laughs> tunnel here. Yes, uh, they signed Nick Castillo Stauskas oh to a minimum God. deal, who has been a profoundly Which, bad NBA player so far, but has the greatest nickname in the NBA. Yes. So at least he gets to stay. It is for at least one more year. <laughs> can he, can he take Jake Layman's spot? I think I heard there, they might wave Jake Layman. Oh my God. Well, they're going to need to add two. One Caucasian out, one Caucasian in is pretty good, <laughs> but I think they start need They need to start adding a little bit. Uh, well, that was our friend uh, Texie Mr. Lasers question. Uh-huh. Will Portland sign more white free agents? I feel like they have to. Uh, I mean, Kyle Singler, you're saying, might be available. He'll be a buyout. He's from Portland. Portland. Oh, he's perfect. Uh, oh, Kevin that's... Love might be available. Kevin Love, they could trade for him. They <laughs> they absolutely should sign Kyle Singler, though. That's perfect. Yeah, he's, um, he's an Oregon legend. Can they get Luke Kennard, maybe? Or... Does 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 uh, does Detroit does, love Luke Kennard too much? I don't know. Maybe maybe Dwayne Casey. Uh... Can they get both Henry Ellinson and Luke Kennard? Oh my god! From the Pistons, that would be incredible. <laughs> yeah, you need them, right? Unfortunately, they lost out on McBuckets. Uh huh. We can talk about him later. <laughs> um... I think they can do it. They, go for the whitewash, Portland. Aaron Baines is off the market. Davis uh-huh. Bertans is available. Ooh, Davis Bertans. That's a that'd be a great, very, very pale. Needs like super strong sunscreen. They could bring Nurk back, but Nurk is also Muslim, so I don't know if he counts as white. Flip him for Gortat, <laughs> baby. Bring the Polish hammer. What Gortat's in the Clippers? He's happy to fl- be there. He's got to flip him. To flip him. <laughs> Get whiter. Even your even your white guys should get whiter. It's true. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> um, any question you have about the Portland Trailblazers? Or do you want to move on here? Oh, I just I just think it feel it feels like Kevin Love should be there. That's all. Mm-hmm. Also, let's get another All Star out of the loaded East. Bring them <laughs> west, baby. <laughs> What if you're like a guy who has like a big all-star bonus in your contract and you're watching all this activity and just like, God damn it. Oh, you mean Blake Griffin? Doesn't he have an all-star oh, bonus? I think he he's does. He's thrilled. He's a, he's walking. He's walking right in. He's going to start. Gonna be, he'll be a team captain. 
Um, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll probably be. Well, oh, it'll be DeMar DeRozan. No, it's gonna be what, the top vote getter. It'll be it'll be Blake or Kyrie, I think. Oh yeah, it'll be Kyrie. Which is great, no matter who else is the other captain. Yeah, it'll be Kyrie versus LeBron, right? Oh, yes. Um. All right. Um. Let's talk about the Orlando Magic, I guess, who re-signed Aaron Gordon yeah. to a four-year, $83 million deal, which is $30 million below his max. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to say right off the bat, Aaron Gordon, I'm sorry that you got stuck again in Orlando for four more years. <laughs> yeah, once he – does he hate himself? You know what? This honestly – Makes me feel worse about his future success. Me not too. only, not only that he that he'll still be in Orlando being mishandled, but also that he chose more of this. Yeah, uh, it's it's bad news. <laughs> uh, the only thing he can hope for is that this is like a nay nay thing, right. where they just signed him to trade him. Yeah, right, right, right. Um. Uh, he's going to make up the difference with his Uncle Drew money. He, well, again, please listen to our bonus episode uh-huh. uh, with the guys from the Does Your Favorite Movie Suck podcast. Uh-huh. It is longer than the movie Uncle Drew, but we talk about Aaron Gordon's acting extensively. Yes, so a lot of the <laughs> which, critics didn't do that. Which, you know what, I'm going to say, I think I said it on that podcast, but I'll say it here again. Um, I'm... More plugged into the NBA than most, uh-huh. I would say. I'm also very plugged into movies, mm-hmm. and uh, I did not know Aaron Gordon was in Uncle Drew. I had no idea. Like, he <laughs> showed up, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Aaron Gordon. <laughs> but there's, it's not and like he obvious. Has a significant role. Yeah, arguably, <laughs> like like arguably as big a role as Reggie Miller. Bigger, I would say. He's probably in... I think he might have more dialogue than Reggie Miller. <laughs> I think he does. He certainly he says certainly... his dialogue more comfortably than Reggie Miller. <laughs> A man who's been on camera for like 30 years and <laughs> has not relaxed into it at all. Um, so my question, Sean, is yeah. he signed an $83 million deal. <laughs> Uh, how many drones do you think you can buy for $83 million? So many drones, bro. Can you buy 83 drones for $83 million? I think you could. I think. Th- I, think <laughs> I don't know how the- much a drone is, I'll be honest. I think, I think the Magic should, like, deliver his paychecks, and, like, a drone has to drop. And, like, if he, if he can't catch it, like, he's just out of luck. And that'll <laughs> save him a lot of money. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, of course, uh, uh, God's team. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, re Kevin Durant to a one plus one at his max, which actually saved the team $25 million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if uh, it was a two-year deal, it would have been uh, $5 million more. Mm-hmm. And the because they're over the tax, it's $20 million. Um, fun fact. Yes. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, yeah. Let's go here. So oh, the yeah. Warriors, here's a question about mm-hmm. the Warriors. Now that 
We should maybe talk about the Warriors a little extensively oh, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, um, Sean, you're a Warriors fan. I am. Are you worried about this new Lakers super team as a Warriors fan? I mean, I would say it's it definitely makes things more challenging. Um, when we get to our next team, like I, I definitely feel like while this has created a new rival and like it feels like LeBron can kind of beat anyone at any point, like and uh, his his supporting cast will certainly be much less trash, I believe mm-hmm. this year. Um, I'm not that worried. It only I'm just I'm just curious who they add. Looking at this team as currently constructed, and uh-huh. again they're out of cap room here now. They have the a Lakers. they have a, like a five point three million dollar taxpayer mid level, and then everybody else has to be minimum deal. No, right? but didn't Lance go for the mid level? Oh, I I thought you were talking about the Warriors. No, no, no. I mean the Lakers. Oh, are they capped out now? Yeah, they're basically capped out now, I read. Yeah, and they can bring Randall back. And they'll yeah. bring Randall back. So as currently constructed, uh-huh. I'm going to say as a Warrior fan, I am not worried about this Lakers team so much this year. Well, what if they trade for Kawhi, though? It depends how much they're giving up to get him. Joey, you don't realize that in 2016... The San Antonio Spurs were ahead of the Warriors in game one. <laughs> in Kawhi one Leonard game? got hurt. Yeah. They um, solved them. Sorry, I mean, Joey. I, I do realize that. Uh, and both Kawhi and uh, LeBron are, of course, excellent, excellent players if they're healthy. Which, again, question mark around Kawhi. Um, what if LeBron's hand never heals from that punch? <laughs> I just That's why he wanted a four year deal, Joey. Because he knew it, he'd be exposed. <laughs> it still to me just doesn't seem like even with Kawhi uh-huh. and again, depending on what they give up or what they keep, it doesn't seem as seamless a fit as the Warriors have. Again, and I'm just speaking for this year. Because things could change next year for sure. Yeah. Because, again, the Lakers are going to have a shit ton of cap room, and there are way more good players on the market. Well, and their guys will all be a year older. Yeah. In a good way, not the way the Cavs would be a year older. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not super – and one thing that I think is uh, very encouraging about this as a Warrior fan is uh, I was extremely frustrated last year – last season about how little they cared from game to game. So this is four guaranteed. It's um, four games where they guarantee. So now between Oklahoma city and the Los Angeles Lakers, that's eight games. They're going to have to try. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and they will definitely have to turn themselves on before the playoffs because the second round of the playoffs at least is going to be difficult, more difficult now too. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would prefer that, um, (laughs) you know, it was was stayed in the East. (laughs) Well, it was, 
or on a team that the Warriors had just been trouncing over and over again. Yeah. Like, well, that's the other thing. The Warriors weirdly kept losing games to the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I mean, it's. I think it's probably like good for the NBA and bad for me personally. Also, because I live in Los Angeles, and now people, I people who like don't really even follow basketball are like Lake Show. Count the rings. Kobe still is the best. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? <laughs> well, yeah, and that happened in the course of 15 minutes. Uh, uh, also, given the suicide, the 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 like total manic depressive, like I can't believe Paul George isn't coming. Yeah. They're awful. An incredibly woke friend of ours. Uh-huh. Like, very woke. Like, a person who would be in the woke-off uh-huh. was so mad, who's also a Lager fan, was so mad about Paul George, he texted us, like, some very unwoke <laughs> things about Paul George <laughs> after that announcement. Right, that's the best way of putting that's that. That's the best correct? way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it was disconcerting, mm-hmm. and uh, I typed into my response to it was to type into the uh, the text bar. Joey Divine has left the conversation. Yeah, because not everyone in the conversation had an iPhone, so you couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, so I actually couldn't leave, but I yeah. needed to. Um. Okay, so Sean, you're a little worried about the Lakers, you're saying. Yeah. What if they add a fifth Hall of Famer? Will you be as worried? Oh, the Warriors? I think Yeah, I know what, what if the Hall Warriors add a fifth about. Hall of Famer? Is is his name Dwight Howard? It is Dwight Howard. <laughs> oh man, I mean, well, Joey, I got I did dig up this fun fact uh thanks to our friends at the Elias Sports Bureau. Um, Dwight Howard has never lost to LeBron James in the playoffs. Yeah, LeBron James has never beaten Dwight Howard in the playoffs. Uh-huh. And, and uh huh. And they've played in the playoffs. They have. And Dwight Howard has only lost one game in his career mm-hmm. to LeBron in the playoffs. He's a LeBron stopper. Well, and to win that game, LeBron had to make. It's probably the most miraculous shot of LeBron's career. Uh huh. I agree. Uh, it's like a half-court buzzer-beating three <laughs> at a point when he shot, like, 22% from <laughs> right. three. <laughs> That's what it took. He needed a miracle to beat Dwight Le- Howard. Honestly, LeBron going to the Lakers, the last time we were here, we took a week off. Uh-huh. And for for listeners out there, I was... I was talking myself into Dwight on the Warriors. I'm going to say we'll, we're calling it right now. And right frankly, now. frankly, and look, I don't want it. But I'm talking myself into you it. I'm trying. It. The thing well, is, this is like LeBron going to the Lakers. Like, you know it's bad for you, but you kind of you want to see it. Well, no, I mean, LeBron going to the Lakers does make me want him to come a little bit more. I'll tell you why. Because the only person Lakers fans hate more than, uh, uh, I don't know, who do they hate the most? 
like Larry Bird, maybe? Mike D'Antoni. The only person they hate more than balance. Mike D'Antoni. Um, <laughs> oh, no, David Stern for basketball oh, David reasons. David Stern for ruining the, the Chris Paul trade. I think is they, Dwight Howard. I think they hate him the most. Smush Parker, I, maybe, is up there. Oh, yeah. Smush, they really hate Smush Parker. Yeah, is Dwight Howard. And to have Dwight Howard... Just beat the shit out of a LeBron James Laker team as like a joke. Oh, like would they, be the funniest thing on they earth. Sweep him, oh. and then because he's so dominant on that one-year deal, the Lakers sign him, and oh he yeah, comes baby. Back and then LeBron has to play with Dwight. Dwight like Dwight's like I'm pulling a KD in reverse, a reverse KD. You go to the team you beat. <laughs> Actually, that's like uh, an Andre. Oh no, no, no! That's uh, Andre Iguodala also kind of pulling a, a KD. Actually, people don't talk about that as much. Yeah, because it's because it's not a thing. <laughs> it's a thing they made up to be mad at Kevin Durant yeah. about. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. So if if the Warriors are just just from available players, they could acquire a bunch of. LeBron's nemeses, like people mm-hmm. have stopped him. Rajon Rondo, he's available. He stopped yeah. LeBron. Um, Tony Parker, he's a free agent. He beat. He was the <laughs> Finals MVP in two thousand seven. Yeah, something Steph Curry never did. Um, <laughs> and that's why he's a better player than Steph yeah. Curry, of course. Uh, I believe because Finals Desha- MVPs are the only things that matter. Uh, once the big three is over, they could sign Deshaun Stevenson. Sure can. And uh, another guy who really hurt LeBron in the playoffs, Rodney Hood is available. (laughs) No, Rodney Hood was good for him. (laughs) He he just didn't play. (laughs) Remember, Rodney Hood came in and was actually good. Yeah, Look, but that was that I was the way he was a too, white flag, a human white I know, flag. The guy who's available that's really stopped LeBron is Jeff Green. Jeff Green is oh, available. Jeff, Jeff Green. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Dwight also friends with Jeff, Kevin Durant. Jeff Green. I'm like I'm starting to talk myself into the Jeff Green Dwight Howard offseason now. <laughs> uh, so the rumor is they want to get Tyreek Evans. I think he would be uh, an excellent choice. Yeah, I would like to see them also. Look, Marco, they didn't sign Marco Bellinelli, mm-hmm. unfortunately. My dream off offseason, as everyone knows, was Anthony Randolph and Marco Bellinelli. Uh-huh. But Anthony Randolph's still alive, baby. And JaVale's still happen. Like, like, if anyone can slot into the JaVale McGee spot, both in the Warriors, psychologically, and in our hearts, it is Anthony yeah. Randolph. JaVale was a guy we loved for years before he was a warrior. Uh, I mean, but I never loved him as much as I love Anthony Randolph. Wow, he is the only one that got There are only two players I've ever loved more than Anthony Randolph. As we all know, Stephen Curry and Uh, Jason Richardson. That's true. Um, Uh, Heck, bring Jason Richardson back. Um, He can still shoot. Yeah, I would think so. Um. Here's a question about the Lakers. I know I keep coming back to it, but yeah. do you think Kobe Bryant is texting Rob Palenka right now, like, I'll sign for the minimum? Oh, um, who to get a sick to catch Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be tremendous. 
yeah, like, just I would let love me that. show out LeBron, show up LeBron every year, and then he stops making videos because he's training. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't it be great if Kobe wouldn't pass to LeBron? <laughs> yeah, it would be hilarious. Also, it would totally happen. If he all right, back. let's talk about this next team. Oh, let's go to the, we 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 should talk about the Nuggets too. Uh, let's talk about this next okay, team before okay, so, we talk oh, about right, the Nuggets. Right, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So the Rockets, Sean. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm gonna say are having a terrible offseason. <laughs> Uh, they re-signed Chris Paul uh-huh. to a forty million dollar a deal, a year deal. They did not. Am I reading that correctly? Uh, Four yes. for one sixty. That's forty million dollars a year for Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. That seems outrageous. D- well, they didn't have to sign him to a five year max. <laughs> so, um, which he would have gotten with the Clippers, which I think would have been relatively similar money overall. I think he probably right. got like 10 or 12 million less than if he had just signed the five-year max right. available to him last summer. But he got to make the conference finals last year, which uh, is something he's never going to do again. So congratulations. <laughs> the gamble paid off. Uh-huh. So um, that last year he'll be turning 37. Mm-hmm. And he'll be making like forty-five million dollars a year. Uh, yeah, but they lost Trevor Ariza. That's the That's big the thing we thing. need to talk about here. Trevor Ariza went to Phoenix. Um, it's it is amazing though that like in twenty twenty one twenty two, uh, Chris Paul and James Harden are going to be making like a combined eighty-eight million dollars. <laughs> yeah, um, at but... ages thirty-seven and thirty-two. Here's here's the thing I think that's funny about this. Um, so Chris Paul signed with the Rockets to okay. get away from the Clippers, which yes. was perennially being the third or fourth best team in the West, right? Yeah. And with Trevor Ariza gone, doesn't it feel like he's just back on the Clippers now? Well, I mean, like, aren't they perennially going to be the third or fourth best team in the I league? I don't know, Joey. I mean, back with the Clippers, um, his team would would do well in a playoff series, and then um, like a devastating injury would take them out, mm-hmm. and then like occasionally they'd have like big leads in the second half of games, and mm-hmm. just get like torched by their opponents. So that's that's different. That wouldn't happen in Houston, right? <laughs> um, uh, Sean, but I, I hate to break it to you. Uh-huh. Uh, that happens to Houston all the fucking oh, time. No, but what? Okay, but the Clippers also had like a lot of guys who were pretty bad on defense, but had like pretty big contracts just because they could shoot threes. Yeah, yeah. So that's that wouldn't happen in Houston, right? Uh, no, that's also happening in Houston. Oh, they no. have Ryan Anderson and Eric oh, Gordon. Man, um, they also uh, okay. Here's the thing that they, that's not happening in Houston, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Uh Which is a center who's really good in pick and rolls uh-huh. um, and catching lobs, but that's yeah. about it. Kind of a bad free uh, throw shooter. Kind of can't play yeah. in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. But, like, but he's but really like, athletic. Really athletic and a good defensive player. Yeah. Yeah, like like DeAndre Jordan used to be. So that, oh, that wouldn't happen right. in Houston. 
That is happening in Houston. Clint well, Capella. Well, at least you know, at least he's cheap. It's not like another team's interest would force them into giving him like possibly a maximum contract. Even no, that really is what's out. happening. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, the only comforting thing is I don't believe Mike D'Antoni has a son. Yeah, I don't. So I think he does have a son, but I don't think he's good enough to, to get a fake NBA contract. He's probably too old for the NBA because Mike D'Antoni's, like, in his mid-60s. Right. So, wow. And now they don't have Trevor Ariza, and I don't know... What do they have available to replace him? Can they give... Well, they'll just re-sign Luke Richard and Bahamute, who I think they were going to let walk, right? But, well, they have to. They don't have any bird rights on him, so they have to right, use their mid-level. He's just going to sign for a minimum somewhere else anyway, and it'll be with the Rockets, right? Oh, I Or, like, he... part of the mid-level. He'll get, like... Yeah, maybe it'll just be part of the mid-level. Yeah, it'll be, like, three million bucks. That's who the Warriors should sign, just to screw them over. I don't want to watch that guy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's that. It seems like, but yeah, that that doesn't really replace Trevor Ariza, though. Um, no, because they really... had him. Yeah. Oh, they... uh, we forgot to mention the Celtics also signed that guy Brad Wanamaker, who is some foreign dude. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Sorry, just for just remember. Well, look, look. I mean, it wouldn't be. I think there's a large percentage of the Celtics fan base that is pretty into a guy named Brad joining the team. <laughs> uh, I mean, they already have a guy named Brad on the team, Sean. Oh, the, the he's the best worth... player. The coach. <laughs> he is the worst. Best <laughs> he's the best player. You know, Brad the Wanamaker, coach, Brad Stevens. Brad Wanamaker, actually American, I believe. Yeah, but I think he was playing somewhere. He was playing in the Turkish. He's playing in a Turkey team. All EuroLeague second team last year. So good job. Also, not a white guy. He is not, Um, despite that name. Despite his name being Brad Wanamaker. Um, 29 years old. Uh, He's, I mean, he's definitely, I'm sure, better than. Shane Larkin is who was their backup point guard, their third point guard last year. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, back to the Rockets. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea what they're going to do. Um, I do think they probably will be able to bring back Luke for the minimum, though. Yeah, me too. So they have a full mid-level to play with. But I don't think that guy's going to spend it. Oh, you think you think that they're they're... Do you think they'll match a max? Do, do you think they'll match whatever Capella gets offered? Yes. Yeah, I think that's. But I don't think they'll spend the mid level. Yeah, because their payroll is going to be at like. It looks like. I mean, they have two guys like... who make eighty million dollars on two guys. Well, Harden actually only makes thirty next year because he has a. He is actually signed for the next six years. Oh, right, because he signed an extension. That's right. Yes. Sorry. So that huge deal doesn't kick in until next year. I mean, year. he makes 30.4. Right, but the super max number doesn't come in until next year. Yeah, so he's like, they're going to be, without without dealing with Capella, they, they have a payroll of like, 
125 million before capacity. I mean, they're going to have to pay to get off of Ryan, Ryan Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, cuz that's not even like stretchable. Cuz he's owed 42 million dollars. So they could stretch that over 5 years, but that's like That's another thing that sucks because you know what like Ryan Anderson, it's like Luol Deng, where uh-huh. it's like, those guys are, Ryan Anderson is a good player. It's not yeah. his fault they gave him that money. Yeah, exactly. Like, he becomes, like, this weird pariah, but, like, Ryan Anderson is, like, a guy who can play for, like, 12 minutes a game and be pretty good. No, he can play, like for, his... even, he can play for a lot more than that. He just can't play against the Warriors. Yeah. But most teams, Ryan Anderson is fine. Yeah. But he makes way too much money for that. Um, yeah. Uh, they will be playing. Yeah, they're 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 in a little bit of they're they're trouble. Be a financial trouble. It should still be pretty good next year. But yeah, missing losing Ariza. It's just weird. They didn't match a one year deal for 15 million. I guess it would have been really expensive for them. But cash poor owner. Also aggressively anti-union yeah also poor person yeah bad person bad not not poor person bad person yeah, yeah. very bad person yeah. tolman frutita what's we yeah enemy of the podcast enemy, rockets rockets owner tolman frutita mm-hmm. um but let's talk about the sun's angle here yeah. <laughs> uh this is weird <laughs> why well, we got a question from Twin Spoons that was, what is Phoenix doing? How many f- small forwards do they really need? An excellent question. Um, because they paid um, uh, TJ Warren. They extended him last year. Uh-huh. He's a small forward. Uh, they Then drafted yeah. Mikhail. They, they paid an extra first-round pick to get Mikhail Bridges, mm-hmm. a small forward. Yeah. Uh, they drafted... Um, and then the year before that, they drafted um, Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson, also a, a small, small forward. forward. Uh, don't they still have Jared Dudley? They also still have Jared Dudley, but he at this point he's a power forward because uh-huh. he's all slow. <laughs> and then they've been playing Bender at backup center. Marquise Chris is, I guess, he's a power forward. I think he's a center, but he's. Like, I mean, I think he's unplayable, but. <laughs> I think if he ever figures it out, he's a center. So, yeah, it seems like a lot of, like, it's it's good for any team to have Trevor Ariza as long mm-hmm. as they don't need someone to hit a single three-pointer in 12 attempts in Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals. Then he's a bad guy to have on your team. But uh, it is it does feel like, especially with Bridges on the team, like... Don't you want to just plug that guy in and let him play a lot? I mean, maybe their plan uh-huh. is because they also waived Tyler Ulis, uh, who I guess was their starting point guard last year. Um, yes, although, yeah, I mean, I guess he was, technically. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe their idea uh-huh. is to play... Because... Booker handles the ball a lot. He brings the ball up a lot. People think Booker's like a weird 
like kind of a Clay Thompson style player, but he is not. Booker is a guy who dribbles the shit out of the ball uh-huh. uh, and runs pick and roll. So maybe their idea is to kind of play him and Jackson at de facto point guard. I mean, I think Brandon Knight is probably going to start at point guard, right? Right, but I mean, like, eventually. Their idea is to play kind of like a pseudo-rocket style ball, I think. Uh-huh. Where it's where it's uh, Aiton as the one big and then just, like, interchangeable wings all throughout. To me, it just feels like Phoenix often has, like, a strategy that they commit really, really hard to uh-huh. and then just bail on. Like, okay, so they got rid of Tyler Eulis. At one point, they had five different guards that were all from the University of Kentucky. They had Booker, right. Knight, Bledsoe, Eulis, and uh, Archie Goodwin. Yeah. And that was, like, insane. Like, like you don't do that by accident. Right, it was like... It was like when the the... Warriors constantly kept getting left-handed, skinny big men. Yeah. Um, Oh, and the 49ers, for a while in their awful mid-2000s, were constantly drafting college quarterbacks and trying to play them at other positions. Mm -hmm. Like, over and over again. And... It well, just, it was Moneyball, Sean. Yeah, it's Moneyball. And I think I think that might be what's happening with the Suns, is that, uh, you know, like, that used to be their th- inefficiency, and then they drafted Bender and Chris, who are, like, seemingly kind of like the same guy. Uh, and they're like, oh, we're going to get really long players. And at one point, they're like, we're just going to sign, we're going to have three-point guards and play them all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then they abandoned it very quickly, and maybe right now they're like, "There's an inefficiency with small forwards." Like, well, I don't think market. it's an I don't think it's an inefficiency thing. I mean, I think they straight up just watched the Western Conference Finals, and they were like, "Oh, you can never have too many wings." But the problem is, uh, that's for teams for those two specific teams. <laughs> well, and and just like there's still. I don't really understand the idea that they're like making a move to compete because they're they're definitely not going to make the playoffs next year unless DeAndre Ayton is way better than I think. So well, like, they're uh, Devin Booker is both mad at them uh-huh. because they waived his best friend Tyler Ulis. Yeah, and they're also going to offer him an extension like tomorrow, <sighs> which I would I would sign. Immediately, if I were Devin Booker, don't let him think about it too much. Get that money, uh, Devin. Sean, some news just came to my attention. Oh, oh. Uh, Sean Devaney, the uh, sporting news writer, uh-huh. just, well, he didn't just tweet it, but I just saw it. Uh, one name to keep an eye on to join LeBron James with the Lakers, a source noted. Former Miami Heat teammate Chris Bosh. Oh, my God. Who is seeking a return to the league after leaving the game as he was dealing with blood clots. Uh, that would be hard for me to root against, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. If that were to happen. Uh, Chris Bosh is not coming back. <laughs> no NBA. Like, the NBA is just going to be like, you might die. Well... You know who they also said that about? Hank Gathers? 
Magic Johnson, baby. (laughs) He came back briefly. He did come back. He was actually pretty effective as a power forward. Um... Oh yeah, but I at the same time, even though they're they're filling this up, I I love this signing. Like, like yeah, uh, I I fully expect Trevor Reason to be traded somewhere in February. <clears throat> well, and also, look if you now combine Trevor Reza with Tyson Chandler and uh, Jared Dudley, that is three adults to tell Devin Booker to shut the fuck up. Yeah, so that yeah. might help. I think it. <sighs> I think it is good for them to have like. Like, Jared Dudley was just too alone last year. Right. He was not that helpful. And Tyson Chandler has been checked out since he signed there because he only signed there because they thought they were getting LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah. Uh, which, but... again, one of the funnier things we don't, no one talks about anymore. Yeah. It's right up there with when the Raptors signed Landry. Uh, fields to that giant deal because they thought they were stealing Steve Nash from the New York Knicks. Yeah. Um, um, oh yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna release Alan Williams, which Alan Williams is pretty good, right? I don't know. He's a backup as like center. a backup big. I uh, mean, on a minimum deal, I think he's pretty no, good. No, no, no. He, well, he's not on a minimum deal. That's why. No, but he'll sign a minimum deal. Is what I mean. Oh yeah. I mean, but I I understand releasing him when he makes $6 million. Oh, yeah. I just mean for, like, uh, one of the good teams to steal. He's, like, a name to watch. Warriors. No, I don't I don't know if they really want They don't players. need... And look, look, they need... The only they big they should sign... Four centers. <laughs> they only need to replace one. They only need one big. And that big's name is Anthony Randolph. Okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, so, oh, let's oh. go through... Should they, go, go worry, should they should they have worried about waving Devin Booker's best friend? No, fuck Devin Booker. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's like, well, we need to appease Allen Houston. Get out of here. Oh, I, um, wanted, uh, I, I, I meant to call Austin Rivers a fail son. So I just oh, right, sure. yeah, yeah. Okay. That is a uh, great David Roth word. I believe right? it's he's a David been calling Roth people word. fail son. I mean, it's, um. that's that's America in 2018. <laughs> that's who's running the show. Um, What's great is like Donald Trump Jr. is a fail son's fail son. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go through the rest of this just real fast. Yeah. Um, the Raptors resigned Fred Van Vliet. Good job. Fred Van Vliet's really good. Um, kind of seems like they're probably going to trade a guard, right? I don't. I don't think they should trade anybody. LeBron's gone, baby. Oh, yeah, I guess that's they right. They can walk into the finals. Yeah, that is so much more defensible <laughs> than the Oklahoma City Thunder running it back. Um. Uh. All right, and the Pistons uh-huh. signed Glenn Robinson the third, uh, for a cheap deal. Um. Unfortunately, the deal includes no dogs, no big dogs whatsoever. So, yeah, we thought maybe you know, there would be three big dogs. He he was supposed to jump over three big dogs in the dunk contest, and mm-hmm. he didn't. So I hate him. Yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it's a good signing. He's cheap. Yeah. Cheap. He's he's a, uh, you know, he's okay. Mm-hmm. I kind of like Glenn Robinson the third. Um. And then finally, the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Signed Alfred Payton and his new haircut. Yes. Uh, to a minimum deal, 
where he can learn at the foot of uh, his doppelganger, Rajon Rondo. Um, I... I like this. I know you do. Uh, you just like the fact that the Pelicans took a flyer on a young guy, right? Yeah, and they're paying on the minimum. Yeah. And he cut his hair. <laughs> All of those are like... I mean, he um, he has like... I still feel like he probably will not ultimately be a success, but just given the uh, like guard depth, you know the, the the you know the guard depth in New Orleans is not strong. Yeah. So you might as well like get a guy who's twenty four, and you know who knows. Like the thing I think he might uh, excel in, like like beyond just the. You know, like you're getting an an old lottery pick when he's 24. Uh-huh. Um, I think he might do well uh, playing at the breakneck pace that the Pelicans play. Sure, at. I think that could really help him, and he should have like three dudes to throw lobs to. Right. So I don't really know if he's good at throwing lobs, but um, I, I don't think... really know what he's good at. But again, you know, I'm always pro someone escaping both Orlando and Phoenix, so and he can't of, count them out. He kind of shoots threes well, even though he can't shoot free throws. So uh, that to me feels like a mirage. I'm gonna say probably, probably, and, but also, yeah, he's not in Orlando anymore. He could or like, Phoenix. <laughs> he could just fly. God, God, he yeah, he was in Orlando West. Um. All right, now let's talk about. Uh, Round Ball Rock's favorite non-Warriors team, mm-hmm. the Denver Nuggets, yes. uh, re-signed Will Barton to a huge deal, um, which apparently came the co- with the caveat that he's now their starting three, um, which I like because that was their best lineup last year, yeah. which was had the was the two small guards and him. So he has um, taken Wilson Chandler's spot. Yeah, uh, it's four for fifty-four. Yeah, uh, and, and I, th- I think four million of that is in incentives because it's being reported as fifty and fifty-four. And yeah, I think that's what that probably means. And then they also re-signed the Joker Nikola Jokic to a five-year max. Which, mm-hmm. good job, guys. Yeah, um, he's great. Everyone loves Jokic except for. Uh, our friend Corbin Smith, who is a Nurkic stan for almost no reason, I would well, say. It's, it's odd that he feels like the resentment goes the opposite way that it should. That's all I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> like, like the... <laughs> Jokic let Nurkic start. They traded him to a place where he thrived. It's like... It reminds me of the Curse of the Bambino when people have explained why would Babe Ruth be mad at a trade that made him the most famous man in America. <laughs> like, incredible success. Um, unlimited sex and hot dogs. Just It's pretty weird you're, con- uh, you're uh, comparing use of Nurkic to Babe Ruth. Uh, but I get it. I get what you're doing. <laughs> well, also, like, God, imagine, you know who would not be able to deal with Ramadan? Babe Ruth. <laughs> Maybe he would just sleep all day and like carouse all night. I don't know how it would work, but um, uh, uh, yeah. the other funny thing the Nuggets did, yes, 
uh, is they were demanding a meeting with LeBron James. Which was so insane because LeBron did not opt into his contract, so he could And they're only... $44 million into the tax. Or over the cap. Over the cap, which means they would have to get $35 million. <laughs> And I guess, like, maybe they could have delayed the signings of Jokic and Barton, but still it's like that still would have left them with, like, $40 million in salary to cut. But... And people were reporting it like, well, I don't know, man. Just kind of sounds like the Nuggets could have a meeting with him. The best part about it, though, was it gave the true NBA diehards uh-huh. something to truly dream about for six hours. Oh, yeah. Because, honestly... A Jokic-LeBron-led offense Uh would be, like, the dopest thing in the world. The most beautiful of the The only problem with it would be it would be coached by Mike Malone. Oh, my God. (laughs) The least creative coach, I would say, in the offensive coach in the NBA right now. There's no one worse at drawing up out-of-bounds plays. I think even Prunty, like, would watch the things that the Nuggets would run and just be like... Hey, you gotta you gotta be a little more creative than that. Yeah, hey, they, they Giannis, won that. I told you to dribble for eighteen seconds. <laughs> they won that Thunder game on an out of bounds play, but it was because Paul George fell down and Russell Westbrook opted not to guard a guy, and then Jokic sort of just uh, saw something amazing, like he saw the play break up. Uh huh. That was dope. No, I mean, they literally missed the playoffs <laughs> because they they just had to run an out-of-bounds play against the Timberwolves and decided to throw the ball to Jokic trapped in the corner. Yeah, that six. was crazy. <laughs> but, God, that would have been dope. LeBron and Jokic would have been so cool. LeBron couldn't Such... have helped it. He would have started smoking weed. Such he was in Denver. hard passes. <laughs> Just guys throwing, like, like those guys would have had to learn to put their hands up so fast. <laughs> like, no matter what was happening, just have your hands up all the time. Yeah. Because two guys are throwing crazy no-look passes to anywhere on the court at all times. <laughs> uh, the Nuggets are also way over the tax right now, which... Uh, I don't think will be that hard to get out of because I think they probably just don't really mind giving up their first round pick next year, given how young and crowded their roster is. But they'll, like, I, they'll I trade, get that. They'll like trade Fareed and get rid of a pick, and then. But if I were them, uh-huh. look again and again. I love the Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, I would be worried about making the playoffs now, though. If you get rid of Fareed? No, I mean, not minus any, oh. just, but just oh, generally. Just... I would be worried about giving up that pick because, oh. like, what if their young guys don't get as that much better this year? But the... Like, the West is so f- stacked. I j- There's just a point where it, it's just going to be worth... I, I I just wouldn't sweat it that much. Like, how many... 
they have an insane number of young guys. Yeah, they have Jokic, Murray, Harris, Wancho, Malik Beasley, Michael Porter Jr., Lyles. Yeah, they got Lyles. Like even Plumlee's pretty young. That white guy, that other white guy they drafted. Oh, um, Tyler Lydon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's just I just wonder if if they're like, you know, they'll there's no space. A first round pick has a two year guaranteed deal. Um, I mean, they might miss the playoffs, but like, oh, and they have Monty Morris, who's cool. We like that guy too. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, and who's that? Who's that defensive guy who was on a two way last year? He's also cool. Tory Smith is that his name? Yeah, yeah, that guy's cool. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, they'll. They're ta- anyway. I just don't think their tax thing is a big deal because they'll get rid that of Plumley the- deal. Oh, it's looks terrible. worse and worse as the day goes on, and that's even before considering that that pick was Donovan Mitchell. Wait, that's the pick they gave up? Or no, it was Zach Collins, right? Uh, it was. Well, they they traded a couple picks to get Zach Collins. Yeah. The pick itself was like, I don't know. No, it was Donovan Mitchell, right? Wasn't it 13 or whatever? But they, who did they, oh, it got traded to Portland and Portland Because Portland traded trade down, or Portland traded two picks for one to oh, get yeah, up yeah, to yeah, get yeah, Zach yeah, Collins. Yeah, 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 that's what they did. I'm yes. pretty sure that Denver pick no, 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 was you're, the. No, you're totally right. Yes, yes, it was Donovan Mitchell. So that was bad. Yeah. Uh... Because you know who would have been super tight with Nikola Jokic running a weird three-guard lineup? Uh, Spider Mitchell? <laughs> yeah. Don, if if their starting five was Paul, Street Ball Paul, <laughs> Nikola Jokic, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Gary Harris, and... Um, Oh, I'm Jamal so Murray. tired. We've been talking for so long. Yeah, yeah. Jamal Murray. That well, would have been is, Will Barton crazy. Has to be the starting three, Joey. Contractually, it's true. <laughs> uh, Look, yeah. Wilson Chandler was terrible for them yeah. last year. We'd be watching these games, and we were like, "Is Wilson Chandler shaving points?" <laughs> yeah, he is. He was rough at times. Another, but uh, basically, I don't. I think people who are like freaking out about Denver being over the tax, it's like. A, it's not that big a deal. They never pay the tax, and paying the tax for one year is not that big a deal. And, like, if they need to, they can just stretch Darrell Arthur's contract. Yeah. Like, like it matters with the Thunder because they have, like, super huge repeater penalties, but the Nuggets, like, whatever. Right. Yeah. They're in good shape. Like, they, they have Jokic and Harrison Murray, and that's the main thing that matters <laughs> well and now barton yeah they've like officially decided barton is like a piece for the future oh yeah yeah. I just and think... i love will the thrill i just wouldn't be he plays he plays basketball unlike anyone in the league right now he plays like a weird 80s player uh destroys the warriors i just think um, <laughs> i wouldn't be shocked if will barton got traded like a year or two into the sure too. yeah um. All right. So that's free agency thus oh, far. Also, the Pacers. Right? The Pacers oh, signed yeah, Doug McDermott. Like, that's the worst contract anyone has signed. <laughs> Three for twenty-one with a partially guaranteed second year for Doug McDermott. <laughs> uh, 
actually kind of considered ballast until... Like, yeah, he was, he was just, a guy who, like, it seemed like was going to be out of the league last year. Like, the Bulls actively got rid of him, and then he <laughs> was just... He he was, like, the tax for getting rid of Carmelo Anthony. Right. And then he was on the Mavs. Oh, he's... God, I I've like have not followed. No, because remember it was like the Iowa thing with him and Harrison Barnes. <laughs> it's like such a weird. Yeah, he. Oh, that's right, because he got traded in that um, uh, for in the Devin Harris, Emmanuel Moody deal. Yeah. God, what a weird. I don't know. I mean, he can shoot threes. Good job, Doug. But yeah, that it, it also how on the nose is it to have him sign with the Indiana Pacers? Yeah, it's like like oh, too much. Guys who mostly like high school players and like tolerate the NBA. <laughs> so you've got you've got at the small forward position, you've got TJ Leaf, Doug McDermott, and Boyan Bogdanovich. Uh-huh. Oh, so white. They're going to trade for Kevin Love. Hell yeah. Sad Young for Kevin Love, baby. Yeah, do it. Bring the heat. Make it happen. Add Delhi too. Why not? <laughs> um, and then, of course, Joe Harris re-signed with the Nets. We forgot to mention that. Oh, yeah, Joe uh, Harris. Yeah, I like Joe Harris. They're paying him $8 million a year, which is, <laughs> seems high. seems was, like a lot. When he was on a minimum <laughs> deal before. It's interesting because it, it looks like um, a bunch of people leveraged the Pacers this year. Like, Will Barton got more yeah. money. Um, Aaron Gordon got more money. And Joe Harris got more money just by threatening to go to the Pacers. And then the Pacers, like, got confused and thought they were, like, getting another team to pay for Doug McCormick mm-hmm. when they actually accidentally signed the stuff themselves. Uh, so Joe, here's a question I want yeah. to talk about real quick mm-hmm. about Joe Harris. Yeah. Um. So Joe Harris turned out to be pretty good last year, right? Uh. Yeah, he was good. Um. Did you know he was a second-round draft pick by the Cleveland Cavaliers in <laughs> oh, 2014 weird. and played there for two years? Um, don't you think he maybe would have helped uh, LeBron last year? Yeah, he would have. He would have been, you know, a guy who hit threes at a really good clip and played could can play some defense. Yeah, he would have been great for them, and they just let him go for no reason, right? Uh, yeah, they sent him to the D League after when LeBron James came back. Canton Charge, uh-huh. All Star. He was on that finals uh, team in 2015. Uh, and then they traded him with a second-round pick and cash to the Orlando Magic for a 2020 second-round pick. So they just di- they just got out of his contract. They just dumped him, yeah. And then the Magic immediately waived him. Yeah. And then the Nets signed him. And the Nets uh, the Nets paid him nine hundred eighty thousand dollars. So yeah. That was that was what Dan Gilbert couldn't afford. He scored he's... thirty points at one point last year and again. Uh, in a a game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.